episode 510 of the PlayStation Nation podcast. With you, as always, that dude is Josh Langford. Hello. <laughs> Sounding so happy. And I am Glenn Percival. How's it going, everybody? Thanks for joining us for another week. Uh, Hello. How you uh, doing? Hey, there? everybody. There's already one of those out there. We don't need to be that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, apologies for the day lateness this week. Uh, I had kind of a family emergency with one of my friends and, uh, I had to dog sit for him and do some other stuff for, for them. So, um, yeah, just been a crazy four days. So I'm a little discombobulated right now. So hopefully that, that wears off a little bit. I literally just got back to rocks like 15 minutes ago. Uh, had to drive up here so, or drive, drive down here from my parents' house. So, um, this week, a few new releases, it's a new year, folks. A couple of news items, what we're playing and watching. What's going on around PS Nation? Josh is going to try to review Job Simulator for PSVR. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first impression... What's that? Be interesting. <laughs> I'm so pissed at myself. I was going to pick that up and you know try it out this week, but there was no way I was going to do that anyway with all the stuff that happened. Uh, my first impressions of the PlayStation Platinum wireless headphones, which just showed up yesterday. Uh, a really quick Extra Life raffle prize update. And emails if we find any. So before we get going, the thing that I forgot to add the uh, the, the 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 theme song for last week, it's the housekeeping. Housekeeping, housekeeping, go away. I come in anyway. No, go away. I come in anyway. Hopefully this week I remembered it. Uh, so if you want to reach us or find us, a lot of different ways you can do that. But obviously the best place in the universe. Because, you know, we are the best PlayStation podcast in the world. Uh, it's over at PSNation.com. So you can uh, find all of our reviews that we post, all of our news items. You could have gone in there and voted for the Golden Minecarts. You might have missed out on that, though, because that's all done. Could have. Could have. Done. Could have. Done. The results are in. I will give a little tease. This is crazy. I wasn't going to say it. If it's what <laughs> it I think is it is. A write-in took the number one spot Holy in shit. one of our categories. Wow. Yes. So that it just finally means, happened. Uh, that just means we're idiots. Means what? We're, idi- we're idiots. No, it doesn't. It doesn't okay. at all. When you find out which one it is, you'll go, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I love how everybody's no, like, seriously. you said it to the writers and they're like, it's destiny. I know it's destiny. <laughs> yeah. They they were all saying what they thought it was, and I said, "Well, I'm not saying a word." Yeah, yeah. I I, I wouldn't even. Was it at least in blah? I was like, "I'm not gonna fucking tell you." Nice. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it it finally happened. We kept wow. saying, "Oh, it could happen. It could happen." It done happened. It fucking happened. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. And yeah, I was really excited. I when I saw it happening, I was like, "This no way!" And it, and. <laughs> It blew the other ones away. That was even oh, shit. that was what was even more exciting about it. Yeah. Wow. If wait, maybe I'm misremembering. I'm pretty sure it did. Let me hang on. And and my reaction here is genuine, folks. I have not seen the results at all. I'll I'll probably see them soon because I have to get all those or try to get all those uh, uh, acceptance speeches. But uh, yeah. I have no idea what the results were at all. I'm gonna have to. Uh, yeah, I have to send you all of the stuff because I was working on the post. Ugh. Um. Actually, yeah, it did. It blew away everything else. In it was God. a massive write-in vote, and I, it just killed everything. I honestly, personally, and I don't want you to answer this, but I'm I honestly, I honestly can't think 
of a category, you know, because we went over this stuff so so hard. I can't think of a category that I would consider that we missed something that much or that, you know, that, that something would have been so popular besides maybe like a PS3 one or something. I just, I don't know. It has to, yeah, I don't know, man. That I can't wait to hear. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we had all those arguments about it and which is funny. Well, and yeah. that's, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, those arguments went on and on and no, we have to, we have to have this game. We have to have this game and those games got no votes. <laughs> Well, yeah, I still felt strongly about it. Damn it! Well, yeah, you did. Damn it! <laughs> you were the only one, apparently. <laughs> I guess. I yeah, I guess. Uh, no, that's that's great, and I think we'll probably have that in two weeks because it usually takes a little while to get those acceptance speeches and everything. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, I've already wait. Yeah, I wrote it up. I I've, I've written up the post, and I'm pretty sure on there I said. Or actually, I updated the the uh, the voting post. Okay, and I'm almost positive on there. I said it would be on episode five twelve. That's what it'd be. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what I wrote. Yeah, it, it's just because it's really tough to pull all that together so quickly. And also, uh, we're we're a day late this week, and I actually have to go up to my house, uh, which I've met up there in a couple months. I got to go up there and. Uh, meet with some cleaners. Hopefully, they show up this time, and um, they're they're putting a new water meter in my house. So I'm going to be gone for a full day with no internet except for on my phone, and it's just yeah. And and I'm hoping, uh, and I'll talk about it more, but hoping that I get a lot of the extra life uh, prizes ready to go next weekend. So yeah, well, whoever is getting the Kubo statue, they'll have it by the time well, Fuck probably yeah. the day after this podcast comes out. Nice. A couple other ones are out, uh, but yeah, I'll talk about it later. Uh, but you know, if you, if you want, go over to psnation.com. Uh, you know, all that cool stuff is over there. The forums are over there, which we've had uh, a lot of great stuff going on in the forums, especially with people pleading for the games that they wanted to plead for for the golden minecarts. Uh, had some interesting, too dis- yeah, too late. <laughs> uh, had some discussions going about our episode last week, obviously with all the Nintendo Switch talk, uh, which is funny because more information has has come out now. Um, and There's one more game coming on. There on is. Day. There Ooh. is. Yeah. Yay. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll do an update on that too when we get to playing and watching. Um, yeah, uh, I'm saying um too much tonight. Uh, but you know, you can also find the contact <laughs> us section. I know you can find the contact <laughs> us section on the front page of psnation.com, where you can find uh, all of our info in terms of uh, you know being able to email us at podcast. <laughs> I'm going to hate you. You know what? You got nowhere to talk because I fucking used to cut all your ums out. It took me hours and hours every week. And I don't do it anymore. I'm saying um too much tonight. Uh, Uh, I know. I know. I wish that was intentional. I wish I was smart enough and awake enough to do that intentionally. Oh, man. So anyway, uh, you can email us at podcast.psnation.com or you can hit the Contact Us button in that Contact Us <laughs> section. You can also find our Twitter accounts. If you want to follow Josh, you can do so at PJFJosh. You can follow me at TorgoPSN or you can follow the main account, which is at PSNation over on the Twitters. You can also find us on Facebook. If you go over to Facebook.com slash PSNation page or just look us up and like our page, just look us up as PlayStation Nation and like it there. We've we've gotten a few likes lately. People are liking us more. 
Because they, you know, they found out that we're the best PlayStation podcast in the world, and obviously they wanted to like that. Oh, <laughs> the oldest, anyway. <clears throat> that makes us the best. Okay. We we had that email last week too, saying, "Put my email on that pile." You guys are the best PlayStation podcast in the world. You saw that email. It's just then another. What pile is this? It's just another <laughs> brick in that wall of being the best. It's a pile of one. <laughs> eh. No, it's not. Every time that you send an email saying that we're not the best doesn't negate the ones that say we're the best. <laughs> That's not how it works. It's not like putting Tetris I, I, blocks together and they disappear when they get to a certain amount. Look, I can only open so many email accounts and send those emails. What am I supposed to do? Fucker. <laughs> Says the... <laughs> God damn it. Uh, where are we at here? I'm, I'm losing my place. You can leave us a voicemail on Skype if you just call WDT-Torgo, uh, or you can email us a voicemail if you want to record an MP3 and send that over to podcastpsnation.com. You can also stream our podcast at places like Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play Music, iTunes, subscribe to us there, or if you use your own MP3 player on your mobile device, uh, you can just uh, subscribe to us directly if you want. The RSS feed is on the, the front page of psnation.com you can just uh, subscribe subscribe to us there you don't need to use all those other services if you don't want to mm, let's see here i already talked about the forums and everything else but last but not least folks really the most important thing here and that is uh you know if you want to support us financially we don't have a patreon we don't ask for money all we ask is that if you're going to shop online maybe go to over to our affiliate link section on the front page of psnation.com click that we have a ton of stores on there uh, amazon.com in like six different countries something like that uh, best buy walmart gamestop uh there's there's a beer company where you can like get all your beer making supplies there's barnes and noble there's uh jeez i don't even remember all the ones we have rifttracks.com if you like all your rifttracks goodness all we ask is that you go you click on our link for that store and buy whatever you're going to buy. It doesn't change your pricing, doesn't change your experience. But when you click our link and buy stuff, we get a little piece of that pie, and that helps us pay for our, our web hosting, our podcast hosting, uh, <laughs> all of the shipping for all these um, all these Extra Life prizes, including the five PS4s, the Rock Band Band in a Box, these humongous boxes. Uh, we have to pay for that shipping somehow, and this is how we do it with with the money that we get from these links. Uh, and it was cool. We actually got a, a check the other day from one of the Amazons in Europe, and it was in euros. And I haven't had a one in euros in a long time because we usually get it in British pounds. Um, and I took over to the bank today, and of course they didn't know what to do with it. They were like, uh, "I'm like, you take them." That's why. That's the only reason I still have this bank account. <laughs> so I had to wait for the guy to call his help desk for like 20 minutes to figure out how to do a check in euros. It was pretty, uh, pretty fun to watch. But that's all we ask, folks. Uh, we really thank everyone that does that. Uh, you know, it's it's really great that that we don't have to do this out of our own pockets. And uh, you know, we're, we're giving you the free information. We're giving the free opinions. Sometimes funny, um, but you know, it's all free, free and junk. Don't gotta pay nothing. So anyway, that's it for me. You pay in tears. You pay in tears and time spent, <laughs> and the insurance bill when we put you to sleep at the wheel. Yes. <laughs> so, luckily, not as much Nintendo talk this week, folks. <laughs> Although I'm surprised, I'm no, I'm shocked. We did not have one person 
get on our shit about talking too much Nintendo last week. Well, but that was a huge story in it the was. gaming industry. Yeah, so. it, it was. It was funny, too, because there was a couple of people that follow me on Twitter that I don't think listen to the podcast. And they were just like, well, why are you doing this? Why are you doing it? I'm like, you know, we talked about this for how many minutes on the podcast? Just go listen to it. And everybody's asking me, what do you think? What do you think? I'm like, go listen. I don't want to explain it on Twitter in 140 characters when I just talked for 30 plus minutes about it on the podcast. I'm not a writer. I'm a podcaster, damn it. <laughs> Who occasionally writes because he has to. So... No, it, it, the the uh, reaction was pretty on par with what you and I were saying overall. It was it was pretty interesting, and I still haven't gotten rid of the uh, the pre buy. I don't know why. Well, soccer. No, but here's here's why I haven't gotten rid of it yet. Mm-hmm. In those roughly sixty eight days until it releases, <laughs> something might happen. Something might something might get announced for launch. It won't. Something, but you never know. And it's better to have the pre buy that I have now because I got in the first round, than try to scramble for one when they come out. That's my thought. I can I can cancel that thing up until about the last day. Mm -hmm. So, and if I buy it, I buy it. I don't really want to, but I I, seriously I don't. I've actually got myself talked into now. Uh, getting Zelda on the Wii U. Which is funny. Yeah. That's the last game they're making for the Wii U. They've already announced yeah. it. Uh, what yeah. what I'm curious about, though, you know, we have... Oh, here goes the Nintendo talk, but I'm curious to see how the game actually looks on the Wii U compared to the Switch. It's got to be pretty similar because... Um, what we've seen so far looked really good. I have a feeling that it's going to run at 720p on the Wii U and it's going to be 900p on the Switch. That's my assumption right now. But they won't show the game. There's even a couple of YouTube videos out there comparing footage from both systems. But the Switch footage you're using is from the event last week and the Wii U footage is from E3 because that's the last time that Nintendo has shown any footage from the Wii U version of, of Zelda Breath of Fire. Or Breath of and you know why they won't show it? Because they want people to buy Switches. And exactly. it looks really similar on the Wii U and people <laughs> exactly. are going to go, wait a second. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly why. They're, they're hiding the footage because if somebody sees it and they go, wait a second, why the fuck am I buying a Switch for? Yeah. It's basically the same game. Exactly. Well, it is the same it's, game. You know, some textures are a little different, and but who cares? Yeah. I can get it. I, can, I don't have to buy a whole other system that has no games on it. And I've, I've, got I've already it, got so a system that doesn't have any games on it. It's called the Wii U. Yeah. <clears throat> it, it's, I mean, it, 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 it's funny. I have a lot of games for the Wii U, actually. I, you do, but I don't have kids. So, I mean, that, that, that right there is actually, I, I, I really think is a big factor, is that I don't have a lot of kids, and there's a lot of kids' games on the Wii U. There are, but even without the kids, I have, like, like manly games. <laughs> oh come Bayonetta. on now! There are no manly games on the Wii U. Bayonetta two. Well, that's for daddies. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I. How many games do I have? Jeez. Like, I, wow, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I probably like have disc based games. I probably have eight, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and two of those were given to me. Uh, digital stuff, not much. I have Shovel Knight, 
because it came out so much earlier on that system than anything else. Uh, I've got Shovel Knight. I've got a couple of Virtual Console things. And then the funny thing is, oh, we are going to get Nintendo talk because I have a couple things I want to say. <laughs> they just released um, Star Fox 64 on the Wii U Virtual Console. So Really? Yeah. But why the fuck would you buy it? Why in the hell would you buy that when they're going to phase the Wii U out now? I mean, they're not making it anymore. The last game is coming out in March. Mm-hmm. And they still haven't... So that Treehouse stream they did the day after the big reveal, they talked to Reggie, uh, the, this website, you know, and a YouTube influencer talked to Reggie. And uh, one of the questions was that, like, what about, you know, you're asking a lot of people to, to pay for online, you know, what assurances are we going to have that we're not going to have the same old, same old, same old, basically. And that I'm paraphrasing, obviously. And, you know, Reggie being Reggie, towing that company line, uh, he said, well, we know that people want to have a unified login and, you know, people want to know about their, their virtual console titles. And we know that people want to bring their older virtual console titles over. I'm like, oh, here we go. They're going to say it, but it'll never happen. So, Buy Star Fox 64 on the Wii U Virtual Console, only be able to play on the Wii U, and then either they'll bring it out two years from now on the Switch Virtual Console, and it won't be able to transfer over, and you have to buy it again if you want it. <laughs> you know, it, why well, would I, anybody trust Nintendo at all? I I don't care about it coming onto the Switch. I would buy it on the Wii U, because I have the Wii U, and I'm using the Wii U. So, sure. I would buy it. Uh, I don't... I. All my stuff on the Wii, I never transferred over to the Wii U because I didn't trust the transfer. Eh, you know, I think we those stories were, yeah, I know, but the, 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 what sucks is that chance is always there, but when I did it, it was no problem at all. It went really easy. Yeah. But knowing your problems, but, um, your technical issues, especially in that Indian burial ground of a home you have, I wouldn't trust it. I'm fine <laughs> with it on the Wii. My Wii is plugged in downstairs. I'll, yeah. I, I'll use it there. I, I put mine away. I don't need to... I don't need to worry about that. But my Wii is also my GameCube. Because right, whereas, my GameCube is... Yeah. Well, I put mine away and got the GameCube out. Oh, your GameCube is broken? No, my GameCube is put away. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, my GameCube is put away, and I have a Wii right. that will play both and has all the virtual console titles and everything that I bought there. The Wii U is up in the living room, and that's for the kids and whatever. So, yeah. See, I transferred my Wii over to the Wii U, boxed that up, and I pulled the GameCube back out just because I just like the GameCube. I I I don't like the Wii very much at all. I don't like the design of it. I don't like the look of it. I always loved the GameCube. I to this day, in my opinion, the last great console that Nintendo brought out was the was the GameCube. You know, in terms of what it could do and and the design of it and the look of it and everything else. I, I just really, I've always adored the GameCube and I just wanted to have it back out on the, on the, on the shelf. Obviously right now everything's in storage, but uh, before I moved, that's what I did. I got, I, I packed the Wii up, got the GameCube back out and I was insanely happy with it. So the other thing I wanted to say uh, about the switch stuff coming out this week, there's just more evidence that, they aren't ready for this launch at all. They're, they're rushing this thing out to market because now they announce, and it's not that I want this stuff. It's just the, the point that it should be there. They announced uh, a few days ago that there's going to be no video services on the switch at launch. 
So no Netflix, mm-hmm. no Hulu, et cetera, et cetera. Again, I don't need them because I have them on tons of other devices. But it's a simple fact that it's not there. And, and it just seems like either really poor planning or the fact that they surprise themselves with this launch. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden Reggie's like, whoa, 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 when are we bringing it up? What the, what, nobody told me we're 79 days away. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah. I just don't, this, this, I don't know. It, this it, whole I thing just, last week. Yeah. It has all the makings of a disaster. It does. It really does. It does. I mean, somebody was even listing the other day, like, oh, look at all these games we get. And it was literally one game a month. And what if you don't like that game that month? You know? Like, like you know. But even if you do, you only get it for a month and then it's gone. Oh, no, not that. That's the downloadable NES oh. slash SNES game. I'm talking about. Oh, you're saying you're saying actual physical yeah, yeah, releases new games. that are coming. <laughs> well, quote unquote, new games because, you know, Super Mario yeah. Kart 8 and, you know, all the ports. Although. Yeah. That it's funny. Just what Mario the PlayStation Kart 8, and the Xbox One did. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the the problem is, the, I mean, the launch lineups on a lot of these consoles weren't the greatest when they launched. But number one, they still had more games than well five now. But yeah, there was a lot more promise of good stuff in the future in the near future. Whereas near future, yeah, yeah. Whereas the Switch, Jesus, there's barely anything that that anybody gives a shit about until after the end of the year. They're putting yep. all their they're they're literally bookending this year with Zelda and Mario, and everything in the middle is mediocre or a port. Ugh, I don't know, man. <laughs> and you still are planning on getting it? No, that's I. I don't think planning well, is the right you still word. Still have your pre-order. I still have my pre-order. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's funny just listening to some of the other stuff. You know, uh, Gamespot put out an article about the the Joy-Cons and how small they are because they they're made for Japanese hands. You know, they're oh, they're tiny. Little kid hands. But the thing is, the right one, the analog stick is is right in the, in the middle of the controller whereas the left one, it's on the left side more. And they started talking about this is like when you go over to your friends and they have three real controllers and the fourth one is like the the knockoff that they bought at Kmart. <laughs> They said that's what this Joy-Con. This is this is going to be the mutt that goes to your friend that shows a blast. Yeah, yeah. And they said it actually makes a difference when because when they were playing it, none of the people wanted that one that had it in the middle. <laughs> it's you know it so well thought out. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, and also, it was revealed uh, the and this doesn't bother me at all. I just wanted to report on it. Uh, the Pro Controller. Uh, all the triggers are are digital; they're not analog. So it's kind of like uh, the face buttons on the PS3, the DualShock Three, where they were analog, and on the PS4 they're not. Uh, same difference with the triggers on the Pro Controller for the for the Switch. So they were saying like backward compatibility may be a problem, and blah blah blah. But I, I, I mean, honestly, I, the only time I really gave a shit about analog buttons on the DualShock Three was for Gran Turismo or some racing games. Um, I mean, for Mario Kart. That's not really a thing. You're just always jamming on the accelerator anyway. But, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, it just, every time I hear about more and more things, you know, and then you watch the same old, same old bullshit from Reggie on some of these videos with these YouTube influencers, um, it it just points to more and more, or it's, it's putting more and more on that pile, proving that they are not, 
ready for this launch. They're, they're not. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah. And I still think the audacity of asking people to pay for that online service. Um, and some people are like, well, it's going to be free for a while. I'm like, yeah, until the fall. But day one, so online play is going to be free uh, for a few months. But there are some other but, services that you have to pay for. What games day one. do you have? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you can't online play Zelda free. online. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's nothing to play online. <laughs> that's, well, that's the best part. <laughs> damn true. When you think about well, arms when it comes out in April. <laughs> but if you want to play Mario Kart online, you know you got to pay for it. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. but like I guess the uh, you know using the app for voice chat and uh, and matchmaking, that's pay from day one. So. That's the thing. Like, you get a game that maybe plays online day one if one comes out. Bomberman? Bomberman. Bomberman will play online. Um, it looks like you can't even do matchmaking with the app unless you pay day one. So, sure, you can play online with randoms, but don't expect to play with any of your friends. It's, it's fucking ingenious to get you to pay for well, a, should... To get you to pay for an online service they still can't give any details on because they don't know. <laughs> that should be convenient having it on your phone when you get a phone call in the middle of the game i it's pretty bad when i have voice chat uh and party system on my vita and i don't have it on the switch and i'm sure that it'll just switch right back you switch you right back into oh sure your party chat without a hitch after your i'm phone sure call. Yeah, I, or I, you know your email things or your text messages or whatever. <laughs> it's the most. It's it's. I'm sure it's another one of those pushes. Like you know, with Mario Kart Eight on the on the yeah. Wii U, when you play online, um, you can only talk to people in the lobby. You can't talk during the game, and it's that whole thing, you know, where they're trying to protect kids if they're playing, so they don't have to get trolled. But hey. You're paying to talk to people in the lobby. Yeah, so you're you're on. paying to use a different device to talk to people now. <clears throat> like what? I I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, enough Nintendo. I do. I, <laughs> Making's up a failure. I, I. And people are going to buy it. That's going to be sold out day one. Oh yeah, they will. No, it will. It'll be sold out day one. And then after about two months, you'll see that it's in stores everywhere. (laughs) There are stacks of them in GameStop as used that you can buy. And then it'll drop a price and then they'll uh, send send people that bought it day one. They'll send them two or three free games. And it's just going to dry up and die within a couple, like two years from now. They're going to be talking about their next console. If they don't coming. have good software support, it's going to dry up and die. Definitely. It will. It will quickly because it's it, not going to have good software support. Yeah. And and at that time, I will be, I'll, I'll be the person on top of the mountain. Because I've always kind of said this the last few years. But I'll, I'll be that person on top of the mountain saying, Nintendo, you need to stop doing hardware and just do software. And make it for the other systems. But they'll never do that because they have to have no, full control beginning to end of where their games are played. And that's why it was such a coup to have that Mario Kart runner or that Mario runner come out on, on iOS and soon on Android because it's finally, I mean, really the only other time that you saw any Nintendo games come out on a different platform was the CDI stuff, which was God awful. Um, I guarantee actually that just everything you just said made me realize 
the only reason they did that is because they needed money quick. What the an- <laughs> the Android need- or the the runner? Yeah. No, that's the thing. I, I, Nintendo. Everybody keeps you know being so fatalistic about Nintendo and and how bad they're doing, but they're not. They're still sitting on billions of dollars, and that's why. Yeah, they, but they've lost. Oh sure outrageous amounts of money and you can sit on billions of dollars but if you're losing 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 money yeah something has to give somewhere people are going to get fired business model has to change something has to happen and i'm sure something something in that all those losses forced their hand and said we need an infusion of cash now we need to show a good solid infusion of cash yeah. to shareholders, to whatever. We need to show that we can make money here. Throw right. out a, a cheap Mario game on iOS and Android. <laughs> that everybody buys and gets tired of after about a week. Exactly. That's all I hear from people, I'm, I'm, I'm already tired of it. Yeah. yeah. But in the short term, there's a big infusion of cash. Look, look at our last quarter. Woo, yeah. we made all yeah. that money. Yeah. And there, that was their that was their tied us over until we get that switch out, so that we have that quarter's numbers with all the switch money in <laughs> the first worry. month or two. Don't worry, we'll we'll just steal their wallets with peripherals. Mm. We'll make them pay for online. <sighs> but in yeah. the third quarter of this year, in the fourth quarter of this year, well, fourth quarter they're going to be good there. because you know Mario's never going to get delayed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. So I, I think by then they're going to be in trouble again yeah. in terms of console sales. Oh, I'm sure. I, I, I fully expect it. They just don't have the software to support it. They don't have, they don't have very many reasons for people to buy this thing. I think Xenoblade yeah. 2 is going gonna, is gonna to infuse them with a lot of sales. I think that the Shin Megami Tensei, uh, whichever one it was, that's going to do a lot, of, a lot for them. But in terms of having that, that killer app... They have Zelda right now, and, and it's not even a killer app to a certain extent because you can get it on the Wii U. You can already get it somewhere else. Yep. So the first killer app is probably not even going to hit until June, July, August. And that's not even going to be a killer app because it's going to be a killer app for a segment of gamers. That, that wide appealing game in terms of being a killer app probably won't happen until Mario comes out. Quite frankly. Yeah, it's they should have waited, but obviously they couldn't. They had to push this thing out. Well, the, it's it's financials again. It's well, March they, they have to hit that quarter. Yeah, I mean they don't want to bring it around out at the holidays because that's when the PS4 and Xbox One have their big push, and the Scorpio is supposed to hit by the end of the year. So then they'd be competing with the Scorpio, and when it comes down to specs, you know this thing doesn't really compete. Um, although it is funny to hear people like Zelda only runs at 900p. Who the fuck cares? Who literally, seriously, who the fuck cares if it only runs at 900p? Because that game is gorgeous. It's not always just about the visuals and the resolution, people. That's why I don't care about 4K. I give a fuck less about 4K. It's about the game itself and if it looks clean. If textures are good, there's not very much anti-aliasing, that sort of thing. That's what I'm more concerned with. Resolution as resolution uh, pure? Who gives a shit? Because I don't know if you've seen those videos, folks, but Zelda looks amazing. 
It does. Because that's something Nintendo's always been amazing at, is bringing out these games that aren't maybe the technical spect- spectacles of you know the newest, hottest system, but they still look awesome. Look at Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U. It's fantastic. There's not much out there that rivals the look of that game. There isn't. That's where Nintendo's strength is. So, seriously. Don't just... Gives a fuck. <laughs> Gives a shit. Seriously. God, that annoys me. Really? <laughs> it does. It, it, <laughs> anyway. I just got annoyed at it. New I releases. Saw it, I, saw it a, <laughs> I saw it a few times. I'm like, seriously, shut up. <laughs> but IGN told me that that's a bad thing. All right. <laughs> so new releases. <laughs> All right. Here we go for the PS4. Wow. On January 30th, which is a couple days early. Uh well, one day or that's the Monday. The Mad Cats Triton Arc 300 wireless 7.1 headset in black wow. 249.99. Wow. Uh, mm. 7.1 channels of uncompressed audio for the most accurate DTS headphone X experience ever. Wow. Ever. This design is insane. Audionics dial, finite adjustment dial, adjusts the overall clamping force for the ultimate comfort and yeah. audio performance. Three EQ modes, wireless charging base station with a magnetic charge connector. Rechargeable lithium-ion battery. Sounds very similar in uh, features to the Astro Gaming A50s, the new ones. Oh, but you can change the uh, lighting on it, too, like Logitech's. So you can actually have the lights customized on the sides. So, that is a big one. Hmm. And that is for the PlayStation 4 only. Uh, there is an Xbox One version, but it yeah. is a separate version entirely. Yeah, a lot so you of can't just use it on both. Right. Well, they'll still work, <clears throat> but uh, a lot of companies have been doing this now, where they they kind of customize it for the two major platforms, and then they both work the PC. Uh, the reason being is that the microphone inputs on the two consoles are pretty different. Uh, the PS4 actually requires a little more uh, attenuation. Uh, because it's a lot more sensitive, the the microphone input on it, uh, whereas the Xbox One, uh, it's a little more flat. Uh, so they do something different with the microphone input uh, on that side of things. So uh, that's why when the Polk Audios came out, the the, the ones that I like so much, uh, they the ones that I was using were were kind of packaged for PS4, and they actually had a little hardware attenuator that went between uh, the microphone and the controller. Whereas the Xbox One was just plugged directly into it. If you have a controller with a headphone port or it came with an adapter to use on the older controller. Uh, so you, you, we've seen a lot more headphone manufacturers do that now where they have one that's... But it's funny, like both of them will work with PC. So you, you get that functionality out of, out of either one. But uh, also the color schemes seem to be kind of on par with uh, the consoles that you're getting them for. So the Xbox One version of this has like that Xbox green color in it, uh, that sort of thing. 
and and the PlayStation Four version has that PlayStation orange. Orange? Yeah, I don't I don't get that orange. Is it a Call of Duty thing? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Huh. I don't know if I like the design of these though. It's a really odd design. It looks pretty funky, but yeah. you know, they say you can. Fat. It says that you can adjust it, adjust it uh, for the ultimate comfort and audio performance. I wonder if this is one that would just make give me a headache, like most of them do. Well, no, this is a lot like those um, those headphones from Blue that you have that has a little crank on top where you can mm-hmm. adjust the the tension. Yeah, that's what that knob on top of it is. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That is, I I don't know if I like that design. The look of it, but maybe they look different in person. But yeah, when I'm just looking at these features, it's very, it it's very similar to what the A50s uh, bring to the table now. The the Generation Three ones that I'm reviewing. Yeah, eh, interesting. I've I've had Tritons before. I always liked them. But they the the ones that I used the most on PS3 were kind of stiff. Because I remember you and I talked about them at one time. We started likening them to the look of a, something you'd see in Buck Rogers, I remember. Or something mm. like that. But they were pretty stiff, but that was years ago. So, interesting. Yeah, I haven't really heard anything about these. Yep. Cool. All right, and we have Abzu getting a physical release. It is nineteen ninety nine, which is nice because that is exactly the same price it is on the PSN. Mm. So they're not charging a premium for the physical version. It's usually ten bucks more with a lot of these releases. Uh, but this is exactly the same price, so you can get your physical version for twenty bucks. Cool. Then we have Hitman, the complete first season, just in time for. The 2017 Golden Minecart Awards. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <clears throat> um, this includes basically all those missions and everything that came along throughout the past year. Uh, it also has a three bonus mission pack, um, which includes a couple, you know, a couple more missions. And there is a, a PlayStation exclusive six bonus contracts mm. available as right. part of this. And it is $59.99. So this was the one that I said I was waiting for. I wasn't going to pick it up piecemeal and, and do that whole thing. Right. But who knows when I'll buy this. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I wonder what the deal is with this complete first season thing. Are they going to continue <laughs> this as a platform and just do like year two essentially. And then next January, we're going to have the complete second season on disc. If the game lasts that long, <laughs> I guess. Well, isn't this the game that you went to the, the premiere, like yeah. the event for, and they'd only talked about things. the first season yeah. though, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, this was all they talked about. But, but, yeah, I think, but that's the thing. I think this was kind of a, a, they were looking at it like, let's let's see if we can release these things a different way. Sure. And let's try it like this. And Hitman is something that we can break down into um, 
you know, into different packages because you've got, you know, this place on earth and this place on earth where he goes and this, and then you can have your contracts going on within those places while we're busy working on the rest of them. Uh, so if it's sold well enough, you know, over that first year, yeah, then I guess they continue. You know, I guess we'll see if they start a second season and they continue with it. I I just feel that releasing it the way they did, uh-huh. they kind of lost lost some of that spotlight on the game. Like well, I forgot completely that it even existed for a while there. <laughs> but I mean, that was the whole thing is that it seemed like the game was going to get delayed again, and they decided to bring it out in the in the sections. Yeah, and I don't think they ever outright said that, but that's what a lot of people were kind of assuming because it had already that's been what delayed. It felt like, yeah. yeah, 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 and it made sense. I mean, from a development standpoint, it makes sense because you can work on the one, you can tweak it, you can see how players are playing it, and then you can tweak the the next one that comes out. But and I, I it mean, gives you time to keep working on you but, know the new ones, essentially. Right. But what you just said. As the opposite effect, I totally agree with, and we and we've talked about that before with other episodic content, uh, especially Telltale, obviously because they're the ones that do it the most. Is a lot of t- I mean, I'm I'm playing the Batman game right now, and uh, somebody told me like, oh, you'll ha- when you finish it, you'll have another platinum. I'm like, what? And then I realized I've never finished a Telltale series. <laughs> I never have. Never once have I finished a Telltale series that I can remember because you just forget about this shit. That's why I never yeah. started playing King's Quest. Yeah. Because I want to play it all in, you know, in order. I don't think they're even done with it yet. Uh, I thought that the last one finally came out. But I'm probably wrong. I think we looked that up a few weeks ago and I was wrong. We talked about it. And there's Josh on the Google machine. <laughs> yeah, uh, King's Quest. How many chapters was it? I don't know. Uh, hang on, let me look. Uh, oh, five chapters. So yeah, it is all. It is all out. Chapter five came out October twenty fifth. Oh, there you go. See, and and who the fuck knew? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the biggest problem with this. So okay, so hang on. Now I need to know. Now I need to go back to chapter one. <laughs> And see when that released to find out just how long this whole thing took. And, you know, I, I don't want to bag on them because I like the guys that are doing it. They're huge yeah. fans of the series, obviously. And, you know, there was so much love thrown into it. But I think it was just, it was poorly managed. So chapter I, two came out January 27th of last year. Chapter one was July 28th, 2015. Yep. So it took a year and a half almost to get five chapters out. Yep. Wow. September, October. So 15 months to get five chapters out. So one chapter every three months. Wow. But it, that wasn't even how it happened, actually. Jeez. Um, because there was a huge gap between chapter one and two. Yeah. And then they started coming a little bit quicker. But, yeah, that's... That's a shame. Um, July, August, September. Yeah, it took five months to go from chapter one to chapter two. Wow. 
And by the time Chapter 2 came out, who remembers where they were in the game or what happened? Exactly. You know? It, that's, that is a huge problem with episodic content. But with Hitman, you know, they got around that with, you know, you play your missions in there, but hey, we're throwing in these new contracts every day or every yeah. week. Right. And then, you know, there's, there's, there's for a limited time only, there's this Gary Busey, go kill him, you know? <laughs> so they were doing stuff like that to keep the players involved and keep them interested and keep them playing. Right. Um, whereas you can't really do that with a Telltale or, or like King's Quest. You play it and you sit and twiddle your thumbs and <laughs> you, you go play 42 other games before the next chapter comes out and you're like, you don't even think to go back and download the second chapter at that point you yeah. don't even know that it released yeah i uh i mean it, it's funny the batman one is the only one i really kept on top of but i had only played the first two and i realized that a couple of nights ago like i really want to get through this so i tried to binge it you know and and, and i'll talk about that and what we played but uh it's funny because i have some other telltale stuff like Oh, it was on PS3, so I bet you I don't have trophies for that. But, you know, the Sam and Max game that Telltale did and Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah. I have those, but I just never really finished them, which is weird because I'm a huge Sam and Max fan, but it just didn't grab me like Hit the Road did. I don't know. But I, the Batman game, I'm having a great time with. Yeah, I have to finish that. But that was one of those things. They they were actually getting those out in a timely fashion. They held to their word. But, but, at E3, they, they said they would have it up it, by the end of the year. Yeah, but they were doing it at the worst time of the year. You know, They're yeah. doing it when a billion huge games are coming out and Extra Life and Christmas and yeah. Thanksgiving. And I just, you know, I, I was doing the first couple as they came along and I was writing the reviews and, and the last couple came out and I was like, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't keep up with it. <laughs> So that that's like a complete opposite, that they were actually doing it right, but it was just at the wrong time of the year. Yeah. Oh, I get um, it. Yeah. So I need to go back and I need to finish those and write up those last couple reviews. Um, but yeah, what am I going to do? Maybe I'll try for that yeah. over the next week or two if yeah. I have the chance. Yeah, I'm... I'm trying to get through a few things right now, too, but Yakuza 0 showed up, so all bets are off. All right. So moving on, then we have uh, Digimon World Next Order. This is $59.99. And if you pre-order it, you receive the original Digimon World game soundtrack, the Digimon World Next Order game soundtrack, the Omegamon Ultimate Digivolution Core, <laughs> which allows players a fast-track evolution opportunity to evolve one of their Digimon partners into an ultimate form Digimon Omegamon. <laughs> you will also receive an Adventure 8 item set containing a total of 68 items, ranging from healing to revival to medicine to items that actually mean something. No, to items that actually help with the XP and leveling up. Ooh. Yeah. Over 200 digi from the animated series. Choose between a male or female protagonist. And for the first time ever in the series, explore the digital world with not one, two? but two Ooh. Digimon partners. 
Yes. <laughs> you just blew my mind. I'm like so one of those people go. in those Chevy commercials. You just blew my mind by opening a door. Uh, I think I blew Raj's mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, now I'm sure he already knew all this and he's got a pre-order and he's sitting by the mailbox. Yeah. Um, Come on, postman. <laughs> then we have, uh, releasing February 3rd later in the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Naruto Shippuden ultimate ninja storm for road to Boruto. Mm. All right, then. Does the all the Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 content in one edition? It includes Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 game, three DLC packs from the season pass, and the sound uh, four extra playable characters pack. That's a lot of Naruto. All the new DLC. Yep. All the previously exclusive worldwide pre-order bonus content. Uh. Basically, you're getting everything. Hmm. Everything, everything. See, folks, just wait on some of these games. Or, yes, yeah. And it was, and it's cheaper. Actually, it's forty nine ninety nine. Less than you would have paid for all that stuff separately. Yeah. So yeah. All right, on to the news. <clears throat> what was that? No, nothing. Oh, okay. A cough. Okay. Well, on to the news. Uh, We only had two things this week, but uh, this first one's pretty awesome. So Codemasters and Deep Silver have announced that a classic series is returning after a bunch of years. Coming to PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One in April of 2017, Micro Machines World Series coming out. Uh, You know, that that game on the NES was was very, very, very popular. Uh, The cool thing is... Our friends at Just Add Water are doing the console ports from the PC version. So Stuart's going to have his hands in all these micro machines. I think they need to add a minecart. Just saying. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the trailer doesn't really show very much in terms of gameplay. It just shows kind of a lot of the, uh, a lot of the, you know, what the concept is. But you know, it's kind of like that. Um, uh, what was that game on uh, the the uh, the Vita and the PS? For where you're oh tabletop racing kind of that same thing where you're driving on things like a kitchen table or you're driving around a kitchen or you're driving on uh, I'm just thinking of the Micro Machines game on the NES uh, you're driving on a pool table or through a billiards room and you know Micro Machines are little like Hot Wheels cars essentially uh, so it, it's a lot of fun because it's kind of a, a very unique setting that you're racing through and uh, I, I'm excited for it. Uh, it's got you know the different quote-unquote classic game modes, such as race and elimination, uh, but they're also inclu- including a battle arena, or battle arenas, which will allow you to wreak mass destruction on a miniature scale. Uh, you can also do team play, uh, and also capture the flag and king of the hill modes. So sounds like they're actually packing this pretty, uh, pretty well. Uh, again, the cool thing is it's Codemasters. You know they're going to make a great racing game to begin with, and... Uh, you know, friends of ours are actually working on the console versions of these. So, pretty awesome. Looking forward to this. And hopefully, yeah. maybe we'll try to get a, a preview posted at some point. Maybe. Sort of. Well, possibly. Uh, and also supports t- up to 12 players online. Uh, Four-player split-screen locally as well. So, very cool. We need more split-screen games. Yep. Yeah. I'm excited for that, though. All right, and this next one, 
little odd. Yeah, this is uh, weird. Soft has acquired Freestyle Games from Activision, and if that name sounds familiar, Activision is a company that's been around since the Atari 2600 didn't know. Uh, freestyle <laughs> Games, uh, they're the people that did Guitar Hero Live. Indeed. It was a game we really enjoyed, mm-hmm. and we enjoyed the concept of it. Uh, so they, they also did Sing Party. For the 12 people that bought that. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people bought it in Europe. Uh, so they're being renamed to Ubisoft Leamington. And they're going to be working with the Ubisoft Reflections team. Who had worked on the crew and the division. Uh, so. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, in a way... It's good that Activision didn't just close up shop and put them all out of a job. Um, that they sold them over to Ubisoft and hopefully they can continue working on something new. Yeah. Um, as for Guitar Hero Live, Activision says, this is their statement, I'll quote it. Activision Blizzard remains fully committed to the UK games industry and our teams based across the UK the Guitar Hero TV platform will continue to be supported by Activision Publishing. Yeah, so they'll just probably put Neversoft on it or something. Or a uh, team of interns. They're probably just going to have them keep up with what's there, you know, and, and do little changes on the the channel lineup and stuff like that. But I don't, I, I get the feeling they're not going to be adding a whole lot of tracks. They've been doing a pretty consistent job, though, of, of getting new content up in, in a timely manner. Has and, been. Yeah, but, but Freestyle Games is gone now. <laughs> well, but they just put a different developer on it. I mean, it, it's not an unusual thing. Look yeah. at Killer Instinct on the Xbox One. Uh, the first year was Chair Entertainment. Amazon bought Chair Entertainment uh, because they wanted to start publishing their own games. And uh, then Iron Galaxy took over. And they did Season 2, and they're working on Season 3 now. Mm-hmm. It's not unheard of. Yeah, but it's weird that, you know, if you're committed to that game and that platform and everything and, and they're doing well, why would you sell them off to another company? That's, yeah. It, it, you know? That's why I get the feeling that there won't be a whole lot of music coming for that. You know, they'll keep it up and running. And they'll keep changing up the the programming lineup. You know, now you have your hard rock block, and now you have your easy listening block, and now you have this block, and that. They'll have people doing that. They'll that's where you put an intern. You know, I'm an intern just programming that stuff up. Sure. As for new content, I don't know. I hope they still put it up, but yeah, this doesn't sound like it's something that they will still be doing. But yeah, know, who knows? Well, to Maybe I'll reach out to PR in a couple of months and see what's going on. Obviously, they're not going to give us anything else than what we just heard. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it, it sounds like it, the game did well. It, it sounds like it sold well. It sounds like it's still doing well. Uh, like I said, we I mean, we get emails just about every week with, you know, the new content they're adding and, you know, new tracks, new channels, et cetera, or new, new channel content. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really curious to see kind of where this goes. If this is the death knell for uh, Guitar Hero Live, or did they already have an idea of a different developer working on it to begin with? Maybe they weren't happy with how Freestyle was handling uh, the additional content, and they already were, were 
pushing that work off to somebody else, you know? It's possible. Or they were going to put Freestyle on something else and already had somebody working on the new content, and they didn't really, they canceled the thing that Freestyle was working on, maybe. Eh, there's a lot of things that can happen. So, all right. Playing and watching. You want to get us started? All right. Uh, so, well, I played more than what I have listed okay. on my thing here, but I don't know what they are because all I did was look at my uh, trophy list. So, oh, and you realize that a lot of things don't show up in your trophy list. Yeah, if you don't like get a trophy or something, right? Um, like if I so, play Rocket League, it's not going to show up in the trophy list because I already get the platy. Yeah. So what I did actually get trophies for, <laughs> it's the only way I can remember this Jeez. right now, was Disney Infinity 2.0 for the Vita. Uh, okay. Trying to get for, go for that, Platy? I, I'm thinking about, you know, it's, it's starting to hit me that, oh, crap, March is right around the corner and they're going to shut those servers off. Yeah. So I thought, I'm never going to do it, but I thought it would be fun to try to get the Platinums in all of them before that date hits. Jeez. It's not going to happen, though. <laughs> But I just jumped on to, I put the, I put this one on the PlayStation TV in the living room. Right. And put the little, um, the, geez, whatever it's called, the stand, the thing. The base. The the base (laughs) that you put the characters on. Yeah. I put it right in front of it, you know, over by the TV. Sure. And of course, as I'm playing through this one level. I'm playing through this uh, uh, Asgard assault thing and I'm not paying attention to what I'm doing. I'm like, well, if I run over here and I run right off the edge and boom, you're dead. Now you need to put a new character on. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> so now I have to get up and I have to go over there and I have to put a different character. It's <laughs> all upset about that. But yeah, um, it's rough. <laughs> But it's playable. It's it's definitely playable. Sure, on, but you get spoiled on the PS4 and PS3 versions. If, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, playing going back and forth to either of them, oof. But <laughs> you know, on its own, it's it's playable. Um, I played Job Simulator. Okay. I was trying all the tricks uh, that I had been told from Chaz and other people, <laughs> and. I kind of sort of got it working. Okay. So it worked well enough that I was like, wow, okay, I can do this. All right. It's yeah, I can reach everything. I started with the office one. And when I came into the office, I was like right on top of the desk and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I backed myself up a little bit. And I, I was okay. I could still, for the most part, reach everything. Sure. Every now and then I'd have a little thing that was weird and I'm like, okay, you know, this is good. This is good. This works. All right, let's play this. So I played through the whole office thing. I'm like, all right, let me play, you know, another one. I played the next one. I played through most of that and things were starting to get a little bit worse. Uh, And I was like, uh, well, all right, this is not as good as it was with the office, but it started off well and now it's getting worse and I don't know what's happening, but I pushed through it and I finished it. Oh, wow. Okay. And I, and then I started up the, uh, what was the second one I did? I forget what the second one was, but then the third one 
was the serving the food. Oh, nice. Or maybe the second one was the serving, whichever one was serving the food. Um, that's where it started to get much worse. Oh, okay. And I was like, fuck. So I'd hit the thing, I'd back out entirely and recalibrate. Sure. And then start it again. And it was still kind of iffy. And I was struggling to get through it, but I I pushed. I was like, I want to get through these and I want to play them and I want to see what there is here. Yeah. In as many as I can. And I just kept doing it. And by the time I got to the last one I did, which was the uh, auto mechanic, Mm -hmm. that was a friggin' nightmare. Really? Even calibrating it, everything. I calibrated it, I go back in. I calibrate, I go back in. It was a nightmare. I could not, because you constantly have to reach over to your right and switch, pull this switch up and down to, to get to like the, the air fresheners and the tires and the headlights and all these different things. I could not reach the switch. The hand would disappear. It would, I'd reach the hand would disappear. It would go really slow and be moving in the direction that it was when it lost contact. Yeah. So it would suddenly randomly latch onto the switch and then throw it like five spots up. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and then I try to reach over and I try to pull it back down to the one spot and it would do the same thing. And it would just kind of slowly disappear and it would, and then it would drop like four spots. And I'm like, <laughs> nice. So I was going mental, just trying to, I'm like, I have to finish this. And I was so, I was getting so frustrated with it, but I wanted to get through it. Yeah. Because I just wanted to see all that it had. I did finally get through it all. Nice. (laughs) And I ended up with a friggin' platinum again. (laughs) (laughs) Even with all the problems I was having, because literally all you have to do is play through the game. Oh, okay. And just just do dumb shit as you're doing it, which is I was doing all kinds of dumb shit. And sure. apparently I did all the stuff that you need for the trophies. And yeah. Well, <laughs> cause I mean, as, as it ended. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I said, if, well, as it ended, if, if yeah, we, yeah. if we want the right man for the job for doing stupid shit, we put Josh Langford on it. Well, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what I do. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, as it ends, and I'm hearing bing, bing, bing. I'm like, what the f-? And I go out, and I'm like, whoa, how? Okay. <laughs> nice. That's like the frustration of it and, and the problematic, ugh. But I'll, I'll do a mini review of it. Chaz is actually writing a review. He's played it without having problems. Right. Um, I had all sorts of problems. Wow. Um, but as I said, you know, the first time I booted it up and did the new calibration that they told everybody was like, try this, try this, try this. And I tried all these different things. It worked and it worked great for about a half hour or so. Yeah. And then it started to just kind of lose it. And (sighs) then by the end of the session, by the time I finished it and got the platinum, it no matter how many times I shut it down and came back in and recalibrated, it was just, it was a mess. Wow, that's it crazy. Was a real mess. Yeah. So, um, so I did that, and uh, I played inside finally. In, I'm trying uh, to remember which, is, remember which one that is. 
that's from the guys that did uh oh my gosh now i've forgotten limbo oh yeah 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 um play dead uh who did limbo right uh so they did inside which when you start it off you're like oh okay it's it's limbo with prettier graphics uh, but then you get a little bit deeper into it and i mean it's a sim it's a very similar thing it's like they took the concept of limbo and they gave it a different story and everything and they refined it and they did a lot more to it right um and man, it's good. <laughs> it's really good. Nice. Uh, I am really enjoying it. I, I had to tear myself away from it. Um, but I was really, really digging it. Uh, the Just the style of it and the fact that you're being chased by, like, you'll see people off in the distance in the background. Yeah. And you'll, like, they've got they've got flashlights and they're looking for you. So you're hiding and there's times where you just, you have to move and they'll spot you. And then they come running towards the foreground after you. Oh, okay. And then, and then they get to the foreground and then they're chasing you and you're like, ah, you're running your ass <laughs> off. Trying to get uh, and then dogs are chasing you. And then, uh, but then it gets real surreal after mm. that. It, it just gets crazy. So, huh. I'm I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm I'm dying to get to the end of it because I need to understand what is going on in this story. It's just so bizarre. Yeah. Uh, deeper you get into it, the more strange it becomes. So hmm. uh, I'm enjoying it a lot. Nice so far. Uh, and I watched I watched Revenge of the Nerds again. Wow. So I watched it. Uh, I have the Blu-ray. And, uh, I hadn't, I, I, for some reason I was like, you know what? I want to see one of those older movies widescreen. Cause I probably yeah. have never seen them widescreen <laughs> ever. Unless you saw it at the theater. Yeah. Uh, which a lot of these I didn't. Uh, so I only saw them on HBO, you know, oh, growing okay. up and stuff like that. So it was one of those things where I was like. I wonder if there's like any major stuff that was going on outside of that. So I watched the whole, I was like, I'll just skim through it. And uh, I started watching it. I just sat and I watched the whole thing. Sure. Um, which I could recite that movie backward and forward. I don't know if I could anymore, anyway. but yeah, I've seen it enough that I probably could. I was pretty much doing it. <laughs> it was going <laughs> um, but it's, it's a really good movie. So it is. then, then I was like, well, I wonder what the bonus material stuff is. And, there was a thing that said, I'm a nerd and proud of it or something like that. So I clicked on that and it was the whole behind the scenes oh. making of type thing. And at first I was like, eh, what could they really say? And it's, I was like 38 minutes. Holy shit. Wow. And I ended up watching that whole thing nice. because it was fascinating. Now, you know, the story of Caddyshack. Yes. Right? Okay. So for people out there who don't know the story of Caddyshack, it was basically, all these guys were in Florida on the other side of the country from the studio. There was pretty much no studio oversight to them whatsoever. A first time director. First time director. There mm. was no real script. The script kept getting rewritten and changed and they, they didn't know what the hell they were doing. It was just a party all day yep. and all night. They essentially 
literally blew up the golf course which at the end yeah of they never told the golf course they were going to set up the explosives or that much yeah. and yeah and they didn't expect it to be that much but it was too much and they yeah. blew up the golf course yeah um but it was crazy like the 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 cost overruns and and the studio had to send somebody out there to get them under control and get them on budget and get them focused and get them move. It was just like a party atmosphere, crazy thing. Right. Oddly enough, <laughs> revenge of the nerds is very similar. Really? Not entirely, but very similar. So the director, he had had, he had done two movies. One was a minor failure. The other was a huge failure. <laughs> and he was basically done. He's in New York. He's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. <clears throat> I don't know if anybody's ever going to hire me again. And a friend of his became like a higher up executive. Okay. Uh, at the studios sent him two scripts. One of them was Revenge of the Nerds. Okay. And he's like, ah, I don't know about just the name of it like nobody wanted because this was back before nerds were cool you know right this was back when it was just a bad thing it just didn't seem like it would work and he he didn't want to do it and he's like i'm I'm interested in this other one and the guy was like no i i really think you should do the nerds one and he's like really (laughs) he's like well all right this guy's giving me something here and he knows me. He likes me. He he wouldn't do this to me unless he saw something here. So I guess I'll do it. I'll try it. Yeah. All the actors, every single actor was basically there under protest. None of them, <laughs> not a single one of them wanted to do the movie. Nice. They all saw the script and they were like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, this is garbage. We don't want to do this. The the actual original script looks nothing like the movie that they came out with in the end. I can see that. So they go to Arizona to university of Arizona. That's where they filmed it. (laughs) They're completely isolated. Yeah. Nobody from the studio is around. The studio needed a write off basically. Oh, it was Fox and the star Wars movies were doing so well that they had so much money that they needed a write-off. So they were like, make that nerds movie and that'll be a bomb and we can just, boom, we're good. That's you know? crazy. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> so they go out there. They're on a college campus. Yeah. They have no supervision. They have no oversight. They have no nothing. <laughs> wow. They have a budget. They're basically told, go lose money, you know? And the actors were just going crazy all over campus with yeah. all the co-eds and, and everything else. And all the, you know, all the, all the kids on campus were extras all over, you know, all sure. those big crowd scenes, they were all actual students there. So everybody was really excited that the movie was being made here. And, you know, but, but the actors were like, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Carradine. Yeah. The main character. He didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah. He's like, I'm sitting in my house in in the Beverly, you know, in the Hollywood Hills with my Lamborghini and this and that. He's like, I don't want nerds. What the, why would I want to do this? <laughs> you know? Um, uh, what's his face from married with children, happy days. Well, Jefferson um, Darcy. Yeah. Yeah. Tim McGinley. He, Tim McGinley. Yeah. He was basically fresh out of college himself. He was like 19 or 20 years old at the right, time. Right. Right apparently and he um 
you know, he was like, it was one of his first acting gigs and he was just there like, all right, let's go, let's do this. And he was like, is this what it's like? And he was perfect <laughs> um, for that role. He was, he was absolutely perfect. So the cool thing was the director got out there and he's looking at it. The script was much raunchier, mm. like way over the top, worse than Porky. They wanted to make like another Porky's, but <laughs> like go much farther than Porky's. Farther than so Porky's? Were, Holy shit. Well, the uh, the girl, the main girl. Um, I Betty? Can't I forgot all these names. Yeah, Betty. Um, that's my pie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... She she was talking. She's like, there was a scene. She's like, and and thank God it got dropped. But in the script, there was a scene with Betty and a banana. And oh, I won't go any further boy. than that. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> it would have been a completely different movie. So he, the first thing he did, he filmed that scene um, with the two guys and their father in the car going to college. Okay. And, you know, he told him in the, in the script, it said the laugh was like a barking kind of laugh. And he's right. like, how do you do that? And, you know, they just kind of came up with it right there. And the three of them doing it in the car and the way they did it, he would sit down, you know, dailies on most movies, dailies are shown, you know, to the, to the close production staff and it's all in closed doors and they, you know, do their things. He opened it up. He's like, everybody come in. Uh-huh. And like the whole cast was at everybody. They were inviting people in from students. They were inviting everybody in, but they said when they sat down and they saw that first daily with them in the car, everybody in there was laughing and they were all like, Oh my gosh, this could actually work. Sure. Like there's a, there's a humanity to it. There's, there's character there that wasn't on the page, you know, that was never written in the script like that. And they just went with that. He said, um, uh, booger. He said, there's the scene in the gym where, you know, we're, we're in the gym and we all have to run to our cots and grab a cot. Sure. You know, we all go running and me and the guy that plays uh, Takashi, the two of us just grab cots next to each other, just random as we're running. Yeah. So they film that and the director walks by and he looks at the two of them. He stops and he looks at the two of them and then he goes, okay, I need to go over here and film this thing. I'm going to be back in 10 minutes. Have something for me. Nice. And he walks away and that was it. So 10 minutes, they sat there and they're trying to figure out what they're going to do. And they came back and they came up with the, the card scene. Where, what the oh. fuck is a thrush? <laughs> what the fuck is a thrush? You know? <laughs> no, see, <laughs> he's like, no. Oh, okay. Well, I have two sevens and two sevens beats a thrush. So. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Which is so kind of stripes. <laughs> yeah. But, but this is what they were doing. Nice. So they were, they were basically ad-libbing and making things up and, and he would go with it. And the director would say, you know, give me something. And if it worked, he'd keep it in. If it didn't, he'd say, well, let's try something different. That's basically how they made the movie. Wow. And the funny thing is, and that, the director really hasn't done very much else that's been any good. <laughs> no, he hasn't. He did well, V.I. Warshawski, for God's sake. <laughs> but there was a thing, like, when it came out, it, it wasn't a massive hit when right. it came out. Right. It, it took a while for it to catch on, and HBO especially, when it hit the pay cables. Oh, yeah. Cable channels. That's when it really caught on and everybody was watching it and it became the hit that it was. Yeah. 
But I mean, the 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 actors when they, they were sitting around joking about it, they're like the movie that still has not made any money. And one of them was like, "It still has." He's like, "Nope." What? According to the studios, still hasn't made any. Oh, in other well, words, they're lying. Studio finances. Yeah. Fox studio just got busted for that shit. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Fox just got busted for they doing say, that with another movie. Uh, it was a thing going with Danny DeVito. Oh, uh, 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 Super Troopers. They just had a big mm. thing about Super Troopers, and uh, the, the decision that that the 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 makers of Super Troopers got uh, the settlement that they got, or whatever, or the the decision from the courts opened it up for a bunch of other movie makers uh, that thought that they were getting screwed by their uh, by the studios. Uh, well, they are. They all have been. Oh, for sure. A long time. But Super Troopers, like it, it's because it was done through uh, uh, Fox, uh, what is it, Searchlight? And they didn't report a bunch of profit that was supposed to go to them. And they yeah. actually won the case. They, they, But that's what was hold, holding Super Troopers 2 back so long, is that they had all this litigation going on. And, and there was another movie where I remember seeing something about the director was talking about, like, we were kind of waiting to see what happened with this because we kind of had a feeling that we were getting screwed out of a bunch of money. And they, they wanted to see what happened with that one so they didn't get blackballed from, from the industry, basically, for being you know yeah. the first one to try to do it. Well, there's several that have been like that, where oh, yeah. you, like you hear the name of the movie, and it's like a big movie, something like The Godfather. And they're like, The yeah. Godfather never made money. Like, what the f- You're out of your mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, they do that all the time, which is just crazy. But if you get the chance, you should watch the... Uh, like watch that documentary it's it's amazing uh huh. it really is like some of this and poor the kid that played worms are uh oh he yeah was in, he was in the documentary too he was like 12 at the time yeah so they're all you know they would roll in they'd film in the middle of the day and mostly at night because there were a lot of night scenes and everything right and then they would be up till like four in the morning they'd sleep for a couple hours they'd get up and they party (laughs) and then they'd go film again you know it was just chaos yeah but this poor kid he couldn't do any of that because he's 12 years old he probably had to do school during the day all of it yeah <laughs> he just he missed out on everything Man. and he was just like you know it kind of sucked <laughs> it, was like, it, was, it was good though he's like the the scene where i got to talk to the to the boobs he was oh, in yeah. the party it was between the two girls and he's just right at eye level yeah he gets to break the fourth the, wall yeah and he he said that that was all his his own ad lib he he said you know that's the scene that everybody asked him about and he says you know i was so it was such a huge amount of dialogue for me at the time. Yeah. And um, it's just the camera is just on me and I just have. So I was so focused on getting all that dialogue out. I wasn't in the moment and I don't really, you know, it was not. It wasn't anything for me. Nice. <laughs> it's like, it was just a shame. But as a 12 year old, it was it was great. <laughs> uh, Interesting. But it's really funny. Yeah, it's 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 fascinating. I, I had no idea what went on with this and it's a fascinating story um but the director seems like he he's a really cool guy so and he He did everything he could to make that movie what it was he actually made a couple of other good movies though Uh, he did gotcha after that so he worked with anthony edwards oh fuck i love gotcha yeah and then he did tough guys with uh um uh uh uh, kirk douglas and um ah shit who's the other guy i can't think of his name right now burt lancaster 
Uh, that's a good movie. Uh, and then there was one other one I liked on here. Well, he did a Kirk Douglas documentary in 2009 called Before I Forget That I've Heard Is Good. But then, yeah, like V.I. Warshawski, he did Troop Beverly Hills. Ugh. <laughs> but that was a hit. Yeah. Wasn't it? No. It was. It wasn't I a thought hit. It was. Troop Beverly Hills? I no. thought that made decent money. It's got a 5.5 on IMDb. Uh, well, yeah, it was garbage, but no, there's no, a no, lot no, of garbage look, movies that make money. Uh, no, okay. the budget was an estimated eight million. It grossed eight, or I'm sorry, budget was eighteen million. It grossed eight million. Okay, it was not a hit. <laughs> okay, um, but I loved Gotcha. Oh, Gotcha I, I was great. DVD. I I freaking love that movie yeah, so yeah. much. That was the follow up to Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, that was the next. Well, year. that was a good one. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but yeah, he seems like a he seemed he came across as a real actor's director. Nice, you know, nice. as a guy that was very, you know, everybody was in on it, and that was the thing that like if anybody had a joke, yeah, you know, it goes anybody like from the sound guy to the any, anybody, we're good. You know? Nice. It's kind Whatever of funny we the can uh, do to make this movie better. Gotcha. Uh, the the Dean from Revenge of the Nerds is in Gotcha as well. <laughs> huh. Man, I haven't seen that movie in eons. Dean, he was? Yeah. Who was he? He was the professor in Gotcha. <clears throat> he was one of the professors. Oh. Yeah. David Wall. Oh, well, the funny thing was they, they all said um, it's like the one movie that. Uh, oh, my gosh. My mind is so messed up right now. Uh-huh. Um, Roseanne. Uh, oh, John Goodman. John Goodman, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the one movie that John Goodman is like doesn't talk about at all. <laughs> it's like it doesn't exist for him for some reason. Well, I mean, he was a pretty deplorable person in that movie. Yeah, holy shit! The professor was the professor guy, or the, the same guy, the dean of the professor was also in Troop Beverly Hills. <laughs> so apparently, he likes working well, with this director. There you go. Wow. But he was he was great in Revenge of the Nerds. He had all these oh, little awesome. side things that were going on that were so funny. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, but uh, John Goodman was one of the funniest parts of that movie. Too, oh, he is. With just the way he acted and the way he was yelling and shit, we forgot to practice. <laughs> 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 I love that. Hell yeah. So much good stuff in that oh, movie. Oh, there is. It's, All right. it's a fantastic movie. So, enough of my nerd's love. Um, right. Star Wars Rebels. Uh-huh. Working our way through that. I I forgot to talk about this last week, just briefly. The art direction in that. Yeah. And just the background work. And it's stunning. Oh, it I agree. It looks hand-painted. It's, it's gorgeous. I you know whether you like the animation style or not the backgrounds the sets the detail in everything is amazing yeah it it really is absolutely beautiful uh so i'm i'm just as i'm watching it with mason i'm fixated on all the detail in the faces and and all the detail in you know the the ships and in the planets and the you know the sunsets and everything they do it's just it's stunning yeah. it's remarkable yeah uh and 
<laughs> so they were in Brooklyn this past weekend. Okay. I go to pick them up on Sunday. And on the way home, uh, Lou goes, oh, we watched um, London Has Fallen. Oh. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I was like, you, I was like, who watched it? She's like, we all did. I, w- what, Mason kids watched. watched it? Yeah. It's kind of a violent movie for kids. Yeah. Like, I was like, are you serious? It's kind of a really violent movie for kids because there's like a torture scene yeah. in it. And she said, she said, well, it was her sister and her, her brother-in-law. They were sick of watching kids stuff, so they wanted to watch a movie. And I was like, are you serious? I was like, I'll watch. I said, well, all right, all bets are off now. <laughs> I was like, how did, how did Mason feel about it? She's like, well, we were talking about, you know, the Big Ben and yeah, yeah. the Tower Bridge and all that <laughs> stuff. And the Tower Bridge falling down. He was all into that. You know, okay. I don't know. There, I said, but he was okay with it. She's like, well, he didn't have nightmares or anything. He seemed okay with it. I was wow. like, all right, so all bets are off now. Oh, so, God. Inglorious Bastards, dude, <laughs> like, you did not. No, no. Oh, God. <laughs> I said, that's what I said to her. I said, look, I'm not going to show him something like that, but huh. <laughs> Jane going chained. What the hell? Yeah, exactly. Teach, teach him the N word. Um, uh, <laughs> well. <laughs> So we're the other night, uh, we were talking about, he wanted to watch a movie and I said, well, do you want to watch, you know, a kid's movie or something else? He's like something else. I said, okay, do you want like science fiction, like stuff that takes place in outer space or, or stuff like that, or has aliens or something? Or do you want like action? Like kind of like what you saw with the other one, but not really, you know, whatever. Um, and he said action. And Show I went, him huh. like Agent Cody Banks or something. No, well, you Which know what I did? I said, I said, what about Iron Man? Ah. And then I thought maybe we could go through the whole Marvel catalog now. <laughs> because it's violent. Yeah, it's there's a couple that you probably don't want to show them. But I don't think it's as nearly as bad as something like London Has Fallen <laughs> No, because in terms of violence, there's and, and literally a torture it's, scene it's in that movie. Heroes. Yeah, yeah, this is cartoon superheroes. I don't know. Maybe they skipped over that part. You know, well, I it's don't at know the end. They watched. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, so I said, "Well, what do you think about Iron Man?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, okay, let's see that." So we watched Iron Man. Okay. And there were parts where he was really he was getting scared, and he pulled the pillow up and. It was like when Obadiah was like beating on him. Right, and, right. You know, like, like hit him with the, the sonic thing and, and froze him, basically paralyzed him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, no, oh, no. And he was getting all upset. I'm like, it's okay. He'll be okay. <laughs> He'll be like, in eight more movies. I said, yeah, I said, there's Iron Man too. He's fine. He's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's um, an Avenger. But he was really, yeah, he was really scared during that. But you know we got through it i'm like were you okay he's like yeah which what's next <laughs> i was like really i said well the hulk is next and i said we could watch the hulk oh so the, uh, the edward one that yeah yeah because yeah, we're right. going yeah for except the most for, part well, I mean, except for um uh, what whatchamacallit uh tim roth's character when he kind of transforms gets kind of gross 
Yeah. Well, it's the the whole time he's like, wait, why is he being so mean? I'm like, he's just a bad guy. That's yeah. what they do. It's like that that whole concept is beyond him, which is it's so naive and lovely. I just wish it could be like that forever, and I wish everybody in the world could be yeah, like that. Like, no kidding. just baffled by why would somebody be a jerk? You know? Yeah. It's well, uh, honestly, I'm still baffled by that. But yeah, you know. But but you know, in his world, nobody is. So just. But he understands it's a movie. It's not real, and you know, it's superheroes and everything. So. We watched Iron Man, we watched Hulk, we watched Iron Man 2. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. And he was okay with all of them. You know, Lou said to him, like after the Hulk, she's like, look, if you get scared, just tell daddy to stop and you can watch Star Wars or something again. Yeah. And and I had even asked him, I said, are you okay? Like as we go through, as it gets to scarier parts, I look at him, I can see him tensing up a little. I'm like, are you okay? He's like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like, do you still want to watch it? We can stop it. He's like, no, no, I'm okay. <laughs> and he gets through fine. And he seems to really enjoy them. So nice. it's, it may be a little early, but yeah. he, he's, he's almost five. <laughs> I know. Uh... <laughs> um, but yeah, he's and well, it's funny because when one of them started, it was the Hulk um, because it's universal and yeah. you got that loading a fresh preview from the Internet, which I just want to punch the TV <laughs> yeah. when I see that. Like, fuck you with your fresh preview. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm hitting like fast forward, fast forward. I'm hitting like skip, 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 skip. And something came up and it was dark and there's this big freight train going through. And I was like, what the, f- what is the, oh, and I switched it real quick. And Mason's like, what, what was that? There was a train. Cause he was all excited. Oh, there was, I was like, yeah, that was a really scary movie with a train. That's, that's not something you're ready for. Snowpiercer. <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was uh super eight. Oh yeah. That's a little, that, that game, that movie gets gross too. Yeah. It's so yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah, that's, that's, you're not ready for that. Yeah. So, um, so I kept that away from him, but yeah, I'm, I'm thinking ahead, like Thor would be next and there's some scary stuff with the frost giants and everything. Yes. Um, but I told him beforehand, I gave him like the little overview of Norse mythology and Thor and that they're aliens and this is why, and people thought they were gods because they have, were so much powerful and, right. and I was trying to explain it all to him beforehand. So he could, you know, when we watch it, if we watch it, that he's not like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, which I think he's okay. He gets that it's just a movie and he gets that they're not real, but right. I mean, you're a kid. I knew stuff wasn't real, but I was still scared. Sure. I was still terrified of things. Um, You know it's not real, but in the back of your mind, you're still like, oh, that's fucking... (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) So, we'll see what happens when we do Thor. Um, But I don't mind skipping through stuff if we have to. It's not a good deal. Sure. So, I'm hoping that we can go through... And it's fun. Like, I'm excited because when we get to that point, 
after Iron Man 3, we're going to start uh, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, and go through that till the next movie and then go through that till the next movie. You know, just do it chronologically. <laughs> hey, by the time you get done, he'll be so, 18. Exactly. By the time we're done, he'll be he'll be like, oh, come on. None of this is scary. <laughs> um, but you know we'll probably end up going back to Star Wars at some point anyway sure but it's it's exciting but at the same time you know I see that it's almost like that there's that loss of innocence now where he sees all this yep your kid's but gonna be jaded honestly, by the time he's six honestly though he sees worse over there anyway he's seen worse over there since he was born because <laughs> Lou's parents always have on these Chinese channels that are showing all this black and white footage from the war. Oh, Jesus. And it's all, yeah, and it's all the atrocities Japan visited on China in the war. Oh, so, my God. He's seen some pretty horrible things already, uh, but he just, he ignores it. He just doesn't, you know. Yeah. And I catch when I catch the two of them looking at the screen when that stuff is going on. I'm like, okay, so hey, uh, yes, uh, hey, look at this toy. Wow! I immediately try to get them off of it, but yeah, they and they've all they they have that, and then they always have these dramas on that are set like in the in the Middle Kingdom era with the you know the like the Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Oh thing. yeah, yeah. So there's all these there's all this fighting and the warlords and the the drama with the people and everything and yeah it's <laughs> so I don't nice know. he'll be fine sure he will yeah yeah, yeah. so anybody yeah, I mean, in the New Jersey area that ha- that knows of a good therapist for kids send that to Josh at psnation.com it's Just, the nightmares <laughs> it's, it's the nightmares uh, in the hoy. Because honestly, we watched that first episode of Doctor Who with the yeah. living plastic. Oh. I thought it would be fun. <laughs> because I because I had several people, not one, I had several, and I'm talking like almost a dozen <laughs> when I say several, uh, all say, oh yeah, we've been watching Doctor Who since he was like three or four or <sighs> whatever. And I'm like, really? Is there some scary like, shit in Doctor Who? Yeah. Well, it's scary creepy. It's not like... I mean, like the, 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 the angel statues and, you know, uh, the Daleks well, can be scary when you're a kid. To, or even the Cybermen yeah. can be scary when you're a kid. Uh, and we've talked about all those, actually. Um, but we watched that first episode. He was terrified yeah. of the living plastic. Yeah. We yeah. had to stop it. And he was terrified. And he had nightmares that night. He didn't have any after that. Um, but that's how I judge things now. I'm like, did he have a nightmare? Okay. <laughs> because when i was a kid if i saw something like that i had nightmares and you know Uh, i really never a lot of that stuff never really bothered me but um trying to think of whatever i had nightmares about not really nothing actually the thing that freaked me out the most when i was younger was uh empire when luke goes into the tree that Mm. part freaked me out when i was a kid because i didn't understand it you know, I just saw it's Vader and, you know, well, I don't want to spoil it though, Josh. Um, but that, that part really freaked me out when I was a kid. Well, I was just baffled by that part because yeah, me too. when, when the mask exploded, 
it didn't look like Mark Hamill. Right. So I lost, it was a loss on me. I was like, wait, what, <laughs> wait, what? Who was that? Yeah. Who was that? What yeah. did he see? I'm confused. I was just, it, I really didn't get it because I, I didn't recognize him. As right. That. Right. Um, I don't, you know, what scared the shit out of me when I was little was Bigfoot, a bionic Bigfoot. Um, <laughs> Six million dollar man. Bionic Bigfoot. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, Bigfoot in general was just a scary thing. Um, but at the time, I was like four or five years old. So. See, I think living in Wisconsin just made me immune to stuff like that because, you know, there's always that, that legend that Bigfoot might be around in the Northwoods and whatnot. Oh. So it was more curiosity for me than anything else. We had the Jersey Devil. The Jersey which, Devil. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just a chupacabra. Come on, man. No, but the the thing is, like, people know New Jersey. People know North Jersey up by New York where it's all industrial, whatever. But yeah. the bottom, like, from from the middle of the state on down is almost entirely a state forest. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, the huge chunk of New Jersey is almost entirely a state forest. And it's near where we live, where I grew up. And you would have to drive through that area to get to the ocean, to get to Atlantic City, Ocean City, all the, you know, all the yeah. uh, shore towns and everything. So, and we would go on class on school camping trips in, <clears throat> in the Pine Barrens. And that's where the Jersey Devil lived. And they would always bring out the legend of the Jersey Devil. And, of course, then the camp counselors and whoever else are running around outside at night trying yeah. to scare the crap out of you while you're in your bed. You're hearing all these noises. Jeez. So, yeah, it it was kind of scary <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, that's, you know, that's where the New Jersey Devils got their name, the hockey team. And they did a really cool Jersey Devil episode on the first season of the X-Files. And they did a Pine I, Barrens episode in The Sopranos. Which was amazing. It was, was one of the best of the episodes they ever did. Of the series. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's, it's funny because you've been I... Up. You've been holding up. Catch, catch your packets on me. <laughs> sleeping Crazy, in the, you son of a bitch. Sleeping in the uh, abandoned van wrapped up in a carpet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, really... I never went to he's, camp he's when I was like, a kid. What's that? He's from Chechnya, Slovakia. He's, <laughs> he's from Chechnya, Slovakia. He's, he's an interior decorator. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i haven't seen that in a long time either yeah I, I always hear about all these people that went to camp in the summer and everything we never went to camp here because i don't know if it's just because we kind of live in a campy area you know what i mean like you know if, if you don't live in milwaukee or madison it's kind of you know small town you can go camping whenever you want but uh i went to catholic school so we had to go to stupid we had to go to a seminary for like a three three or four day weekend and do all this church yeah. stuff. Yeah, no, I I didn't go into any like like summer camp or anything like that. This sure. was like during school. It was school, and it was like a three four day weekend really? in the Pine Barrens. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, so either I was at that, yeah. or I was actually going to UW system during the summer. I was go for like six weeks out of the summer, so I didn't even get my full summers ever because I was at at college taking classes when I was in fifth grade and sixth grade and stuff. So all I got was baseball. 
That's the only really thing I got to do like every summer was play baseball. And even then I had to skip skip a few games because it was up at the college. So, well this this was the thing where they would they would take us out there and you know show us how to use the compass and whatever, but they'd mm-hmm. take us to the cranberry bogs. Um which we have because that's where yeah, we, where we have so many. Are yeah, we we have so many cranberry bogs in Wisconsin. It's not even funny. So, but yeah, I mean that's just the thing. Like the, from central to South Jersey, it's all the pine barrens and then farmland, and that's where all the Jersey corn and Jersey tomatoes and all these things are grown. And that's it's just what it is. Like yeah. that's what I grew up in, and everybody else thinks of New Jersey as like industrial wasteland and i'm like well yeah i mean i had that notion when i first came out and, but <laughs> then you and i drove down to uh the, the stash that first time i was like wow this is really beautiful yeah. out here yeah so. well that's out yeah that's out down towards the towards the ocean too yeah, so it's, it's really nice it's a whole different thing so but, yeah all right I, well i don't have a that big of a list uh obviously because i've been really busy but uh, played some more Overwatch, but I really ha- don't have anything else to report on that. Uh, just still playing it, trying to up my rank a little bit and, you know, get to that competitive rank. Played some Uncharted 4 yesterday, uh, two specific scenes for the uh, for the headphones that I'll be talking about later. Uh, then also played some more Assetto Corsa. I'm trying to get through some of the career stuff. Um, well, they call it a career, but it's really just a, a grouping of events. Uh, but working on that still. Uh, and then... I haven't played this for a long time. We were all talking about it when we were talking about stuff for Golden Minecarts. And threw Doom back in because I wanted to see if I could like make some headway through the campaign. And I'm a I'm an old school id software fanatic. I, I'm just a big fan of everything id software's ever done really. And um for some reason this new Doom, and I think it's fantastic overall, technical wise, uh, you know, visuals, everything. I think it's fantastic, but so far, the campaign just is not doing it for me, and I don't know why. I have no idea why it's not doing anything for me, but I'm just not compelled to play through it at all. Uh, and it was funny because I thought that I was pretty far along in the campaign, and I went and looked up a, a walkthrough. Fuck, I'm not even halfway through yet. So, I don't know. It's I don't know. Some of the level design seems kind of sloppy. Uh, in parts, uh, not knowing where you're supposed to go, that sort of thing. Uh, I, I love the you know the character designs. I love the monsters, everything, everything else. But I just I'm not feeling it, and I don't know why. I want to, I really want to, but I I don't know. Uh, and then, like I mentioned, <clears throat> so I was only through the first two episodes of the Batman Telltale series, and I really wanted to get through it. And I keep thinking about it, and I just never do it. And uh. I was messing around with those those Sony Platinum headphones last night, and I said, oh, let's throw Batman in. So I started playing through it, played through episodes three and four. There's five episodes total. Got got into five, and I was really into it and everything, and, and I'm getting, I'm probably about halfway through the fifth and final episode, and there's certain points in the game where you can, like, analyze the scene, and you can actually, like, pre-choose your moves, uh, where you can say like I'm going to use this chair and hit this guy over the head, yeah, and then my neck. Yeah. So I go through this lavish scene, you know, and, and pick everything out. I hit the button, boom, game crashes. I'm like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so 
uh, and it was like midnight. It was after midnight, and I had to work, you know, this morning. So I was like, all right. I mean, if if it didn't do that, I probably would have finished it because I had a flow going. But I just said, all right, I'm done. But I mean, it, you know, it, it. I'm really enjoying it, and and boy, they're taking some some big risks with with Canon. Uh, <clears throat> I have had some some technical issues though. Uh, scenes that all of a sudden the graphics just kind of start chugging along and the voice gets out of sync and all the stuff that we th- I thought we weren't supposed to get with this new engine. Hmm. Yeah, it was, yeah. And, and, and I've heard other people have some issues like this as well. Uh, and I brought up the crash this morning on the, on the chat, and I think it was John said, uh, I had issues, but I never had a crash. And it, but it seems like there are a couple of spots in the game where everybody has the same problem. But other times when this, you know, this desyncing hap- happens, it's just random. So it, it yeah it kind of bites that that still happens with this new engine because this new engine's supposed to you know is supposed to take care of a lot of those problems that's why it doesn't run on the old systems you know blah 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 but um yeah I I mean I'm really enjoying it and I, I depending on when we get done tonight I'll probably go back and finish it uh, just because I, I'd like to get through it I, I'm pretty sure I'm got to be close to the end uh, just because of how long each episode usually takes uh, I got to be getting close so. You're just dying to get that platinum. No, I probably miss something that I don't get the platinum from it. You know what I mean? Like something simple. It doesn't work that way. Oh, all right. At the end of each chapter, you get a trophy. Oh. At the end of the game, you get a platinum. Yeah, for some reason, I was in the trophy. Oh, I just wanted to sync them up, so I had it when I got home tonight. And and I was like, I'm at 87%? Really? And then somebody says it's a participation trophy. I'm like, oh, I am a snowflake. So... Uh, no, I, I, I want to get through the story. I really, you know, I want to get through some stuff. And I, I, I kind of like the curveballs they're throwing at me with some characters and, and, you know, so on and so forth. But uh, it's, it's cool. It's, it's, it's well done. I, I didn't know if I would like it or not, um, just in terms of the story and everything. But, uh, it, and it's not a perfect game, but it's, it's really well done. Uh, I definitely like the, the designs, like the Batmobile design, the Batman design, the Batcave design. Uh, that stuff, the, the set pieces are really cool. Uh, very, very well done. And and keep the mood of what I remember from the comics. So I like what they did. Uh, and the cool thing is all the episodes are out. They came out before the end of the year, like like Telltale said. I, I'm impressed. They they stuck to their word. Let's hope they can keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I, I didn't watch anything really of importance. Gotham started up again, which was awesome. Uh, great first episode back. <laughs> really. I, I love how they handle Victor Zaz in the in Gotham. I just absolutely love what they've done with that character. Uh, one of the best kind of un, unseen or not really thought about characters you, you would like, you know, Victor Zaz is Victor Zaz, but what they've done with him in Gotham is just awesome. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this new stuff. So, And I can't wait until the season for all the DC stuff is done so I can finally binge all that shit on Netflix. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I watched... I watched... I think I got right to the end of... Whatever ended in December. I, I think I have like two more. I think I have Arrow and uh, another Legends of Tomorrow. And then... It's everything that happens now that's, oh, okay. that's just starting up again. So, 
but I got through the the big multi-part thing, the big crossover, and oh, there's something in there that just made me squeal with delight every single time it came on screen. I I just couldn't believe that it was on screen, <laughs> and oh my gosh, when you see it, you're gonna lose it. <laughs> you're just gonna lose it. Nice. It was it was awesome. Nice. It was really amazing. Yeah, I'm so, I'm looking forward to it, but. Uh, I, I hate the fact they took it all off Hulu because I would be following it on Hulu. I really would. I, I was religious about that, watching all that stuff every week. And them taking it off Hulu really bummed me out. So, but that's it for me. I uh, yeah, I just had a weird week, so I haven't really gotten a lot of play in. Which is another reason, again, I'm not doing the review of the Astro Gaming A50s because I literally haven't been able to use them at all since last week. So. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were here and I was at my parents' house for longer than I expected, so yeah. Anyway, uh well let's let's take our break. I need a beverage. So uh we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about what's going on around PS Nation, Josh's review of Job Simulator for VR, my first impressions of the PlayStation Platinum wireless headphones, a really quick update on some of the extra life raffle prizes, and if we find any emails, we'll read those as well. We will be right back. back after talking more revenge of the nerds offline because <laughs> i started started the old trivia on imdb looking at some of the stuff on there uh but enough of that madness because josh needs to tell us what's going on around ps nation not a whole lot voting closed voting is closed uh, and I, I'll say what I just said to Glenn a couple seconds ago. Oh. Uh, people don't listen. No, no, they don't. <laughs> and people and people don't read. Uh, we've known that since day one. The best continuing support category. Yeah. Which is for games released in 2015 that had continued support and updates through 2016. Had a massive write-in vote <laughs> for Uncharted 4 that got thrown out huh. because it's not part of that. It doesn't count. Yeah. yeah, that was released in 2016, people. Yes. So, yeah, Uncharted 4 did not count in that at all. <laughs> but it was a huge, huge vote Wait, for that. Wait, are we allowed to crazy. troll everybody else now because we always get so much shit for when we screwed something up? In the in the gold <laughs> minecarts, are we allowed now 
Is, can sure, you can you not? start giving out names of people that that uh, probably not? We don't have that st- no. type of info. There's See, no way to know. I think from now on, when we do the Golden Minecart write-ins, you have to put your name in or something just so we can call your ass out <laughs> because we always get so but, much shit. I'll tell you, there were enough write-ins that if it had counted, it would have come in second place. <laughs> <laughs> there were that many write-ins for that. Wow. Everybody looked at it and said, Best Catuno Support, where is Uncharted 4? This is bullshit. I'm writing that in. <laughs> There's a reason it wasn't in there. Yeah, because it, it would be. A reason that was that. explained on the page, a reason that was explained on the podcast. Sir, I don't have but time okay. to read. Yeah. I just obviously. vote for whatever I think. Did People anybody write in? Uh, vote. Did anybody write in anything for Yakuza 5, either on PS4 or ps3 because it came out in 2015 only for ps3 okay nope (laughs) interesting no the the write-ins the write-ins were all pretty much okay yeah i mean there were a couple people that were goofing around you know, nominating the same games in every single category, sure. whether they fit that category or not. Um, just putting in dopey comments and things like that. Um, but there were, you could see around some of the, around several of the categories, there was a consensus and there were a number of write-ins that, that made the top five. Did anybody write easily. in your mom? Oh, I'm disappointed. No. They're a little little more clever than that. A <laughs> little bit. <laughs> but not her. All right. Um No, it was surprising. There <laughs> there was one category where like four write-ins made it in and pushed all the other ones all over the place. It was Holy crazy. Shit. <laughs> but it was that type of category where it it, there were just so many games that could be thrown in there and yeah. everybody had their own idea of what should have been in there. So let me guess it was, like, it was best RPG and Jason was voting for Yakuza zero every day. Well, and Sean was voting for, for Star Trek. <laughs> that's T.O. But, every day. Yeah. But no, that's, that's not what that was. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was, I was kind of, Surprise! Like the, it was one category in particular where, as I went through it, I was like, "Wow, wow!" And <laughs> I, I'm I'm trying to get through it, and when I first looked at it, I missed like four of them. I was like, "Is this? Wait a second! Holy crap!" It was wait one, two, three. Well, one of them has four write-ins. Yeah, that made it, and they don't one, two. Four, five, and it already had six nominations. Jeez, <laughs> and it had four write-ins on top of that. One of them cracked the top three. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it was that kind of category. All right, I'll just tell you, it was best multiplayer for PS4. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's yeah, that's, exactly. That's definitely a category <laughs> that is going to have a lot of different opinions. It does. Yeah. yeah. I think we and struggle clearly with clearly it too. does. Yeah. That's yeah. actually one of the ones we struggle with a little bit. Yeah. And the ones that, that had to be put in there well, ended up all the way at the bottom. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, especially when half of our staff doesn't even play multiplayer games, but. Yeah. 
Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so that, that may have been the most actually. Um, there were others that had one or two write-ins here or there. Sure. Um, some of them, you know, jumping up pretty high. Uh, I think third place was the second highest anything got. I don't know if any writing got second place off the top of my head. Hmm. I'm just kind of scrolling as I'm talking and yeah, I'm not and seeing anything. Josh sent me the winner's list during the break, but I refuse to look at it until after we're done recording. So, Yeah, which is a good idea. Yeah. There were plenty of... You know, two votes apart, one vote apart, ties. There were a lot of those. Yeah. So, again, every single vote counts. Yeah, Because there were, there were a number of ties, and there were entire categories where, like, ten votes separated uh, several places. Yeah. So... Yeah, it was it was interesting. Um, just trying to piece all this together. Nice. But the post is ready. Uh, it's going to be so much work the next couple of weeks. For the most part, uh, yeah. It's I still have some other things to do here with it, but that was it's such a huge pain in the ass to write that whole thing. Out. Oh, I bet. It's always fun trying to keep work. track of which acceptance speeches we get get and which ones we don't and. I have to now. I have to create a spreadsheet tomorrow and and get all the stuff in there. And oh god, yeah, it's gonna be interesting, but yeah. it'll be worth it. Yeah, it'll all be worth it when we hear that heart to heart theme. Just saying. Absolutely. Yeah. So what else is going on? Okay, what else is going on is stuff, cool stuff, and junk, uh, or just stuff, just stuff. Okay. Uh, so, uh, MJC's Overwatch review went up. Yeah. Spoiler: He liked it. No. <laughs> As if we didn't know this already. Yeah. Um, Ray's twenty sixty four read only memories review. Nice. Went up. And Chaz has the flame and the flood. Nice. That went up. A game we talked about um, at PSX this year. And he is currently working on Job Simulator. He's doing the written review for that because I didn't think I would ever get it working. And I said, <laughs> this is not fair. Somebody has to review this. And he said he could do it. So he's going to do that. And then I kind of sort of halfway got it working and got a platinum. So <laughs> Totally makes sense. But still, I think it's, I think it's better that he writes it because he did not have the problems with it. I can talk to to the problems here on the podcast. But, you know, I, I almost I think that you should mind. you should almost put a box in his written review and say, you I'm know. Like, yeah, when I'm editing. This is, this is what happened to me, and this is not, I'm not the only person that this happened to. You know, we've gotten other yeah. reports. So I think you really should. I think that's I the, will. the first I mean, we're, Yeah, we're definitely in the minority. Yeah. Um, but those problems apparently do exist because yeah. there are several people that I've heard from that have had this, this type of issue. So, um, so should I just, that's it. Should I just go right into that review now? Uh, well, why don't I do the headphones thing? We'll break this up a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, so, and again, this is first impressions folks. These just showed up yesterday. Uh, but I know a lot of people were asking about them. 
the PlayStation, the new Platinum wireless headphones uh, came. So these are obviously the follow-up to the gold headphones uh, directly from Sony. <clears throat> kind of a similar uh, concept behind the design where it's, it's very simplistic. Uh, you know, a, a microphone doesn't hang off of it in any way. It's still got kind of that passive microphone that's built in. Uh, the headphones fold up like the Golds. Uh, you know, very simplistic in that respect. Uh, one thing that they did better already, though, is that the uh, you know the arc between the the two ear cups is now not just all plastic. Uh, the top piece is actually metal, uh, and then it's got like a, this rubber, kind of like this rubber headband thing underneath it that's on top of your head. Uh, and that's actually one of the things that's kind of annoying me. It, even with the ear cups pulled all the way down, it seems kind of tight on top of my head. Uh, so I'm going to look into that a little bit and see if there's some way I can adjust it, but I don't think there is. Uh, again, minor annoyance. I have a big head, so that might be the problem. I've been really skeptical of these, though. And, and <clears throat> the biggest reason being, you know, these are touted with this quote-unquote 3D audio uh, support. So... When you really think about the the technical aspects of this, you know they still run off of the standard USB dongle that the Golds and the and the uh, the Pulse Elites uh, and I, I, those two have run off in the past. <clears throat> the thing is, that means you're literally the the signal you're getting is stereo. Okay, that's how the Turtle Beach Stealth 520s get around things is that they don't get audio directly through the USB interface. They have an optical cable that goes to the back of the system, and you get full 7.1 through uh, the RF signal. But since these are plugged into the USB directly, you're still just getting, at at the core, a stereo signal. Now, in essence, that's fine, because you only have two speakers on your head, just like all these other headphones. Uh, so what's happening is just like a lot of these other headphones that have like a Dolby, uh, a Dolby headphone has 7.1 virtual surround or, uh, the DTS X, uh, which it's all virtual surround. It's all software in those headphones giving you that surround effect. Same thing here with the 3d audio. And I've had 3d audio processors in different iterations for years for my PC, uh, you know, a little breakout box that would, that would, you know, give you that 3d effect. Um, so the headphones, there's either a DSP, uh, which is a, 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 a processing chip. There's either a DSP in the headphones or they're just powerful enough to do this, this translation on their own or this coding on their own. Uh, I do like the fact that there's actually a switch, a hard switch on the headphones that lets you turn this 3d audio on and off instead of having to go into some menu or whatever. Uh, the, 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 the worry from a lot of people was that, you were only going to get this quote-unquote 3D audio in games that were written for it. So right now, the only one that supports it is Uncharted 4. Uh, but what they do is you get this vir- this virtual uh, 3D th- in any game. So And you can turn it on, turn it off while you're playing. You know, it, It's just a little click, and you'll hear the difference. The 3D feel is good. I mean, it, it, just, it, it, it just sounds like there's more going on around you. Uh, now, I played two very specific scenes in Uncharted 4 yesterday. And again, this is just me screwing around with a few hours I had left in the night. Uh, so I played the scene when you're in the big crowd, when you have to try to get into that church with all the gears and the clock and everything in the clock tower. Uh, I played through the crowd because I wanted to hear, you know, 
how much fuller everything sounds with the 3D processing on. And it does. It, it, you know, you turn it off, turn it on, there's, there's definitely a difference. But what they were touting <clears throat> is that you also get a verticality out of the sound as well. So you should hear stuff above and below you. Uh, so what I did is I went to a later chapter, I think it was like chapter 13, when you get beached on all these jagged rocks and everything, and, and it's raining, it's a thunderstorm going on around you. And at the same time, you get later on, and, and there's a little scene that they showed in one of the conferences where uh, you're up on all these rocks, and, and all there's, there's enemies everywhere. There's enemies below you, they're, they're up above you. And I figured that was going to be a perfect spot to kind of test this stuff out. Now, while I had... I mean, I definitely got the verticality out of it a little bit, but it wasn't anywhere near what I was kind of expecting out of it, how they were touting it. You know, I was I was expecting more out of that, that third that third D. I was expecting a little bit more out of it. <clears throat> uh, you know, I like the overall design of the headphones. Uh, the hard buttons are, are very easy to find. Uh, there's a button to go between, you know, the, the volume leveling between volume and chat. Uh, it's got the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack, which you need. You'll find out in a minute why uh, you need that. But, I mean, I think some of their marketing is a little misleading. And, yeah, I mean, you have to go... It uses the same headphone companion app that they've had out there before. Uh, There's an update for it. When you throw them on, it'll actually say, do you have the Platinum headset? Yes. Uh, They've got a bunch of different profiles out there. There's one for Uncharted 4, obviously, which I turned on. It's got two slots on the headphones, so you can assign two different games to it. So I put just the general shooter profile on the first slot. I put Uncharted 4 on the second slot. There's one out there for Last Guardian. There's a few other games as well. Uh, But it just, like, you know, I set it up. It was very easy to set it up. And in Uncharted 4, I was playing it. And then I went into, like, Modern Warfare Remastered and just tried the the surround setting on there uh, using the shooter shooter profile, you know. And, And... it's good, but even then, it just felt like, and both profiles, it just seemed a little light on the base, on the low end, which is odd because these have 50 millimeter drivers in them, which most of the time when you get headphones with 50 millimeter drivers, they're shooting for a lot of bass. I mean, that's what they're made for uh, over the 40 millimeters, which 40 millimeter, you still get good bass out of them, but 50 a lot of times a company is compens- like overcompensating to try to give you a ton of bass. And these so far have seemed kind of a little anemic on the bass. Uh, again, first impression, a couple hours, you know. So don't take my word for any of this stuff. This is just kind of what I thought last night. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, it, it still uses a USB dongle. It, it's a different shape, which I like. So if you have the gold, you're not going to get it confused. It's kind of like a little diamond shape from the side, which is, is cool. Um, I'm trying to think of what else was really going on. Oh, so the 3.5 millimeter jack. This is this is interesting because I was even talking about this with the writers today, and I, I it's obvious there's a lot of confusion. So, yes, these headphones have 3D audio for any game. Now, you know what they want you to believe is, but you're really going to get something out of it when we tweak a game for it. When when we put a 3D audio setting in the game itself like Uncharted 4. And I get that. Uh, it's always better when the game is made for it. But, you know, if anybody has PSVR, we've been told, you know, plug headphones into the PSVR, uh, the cable, you know, the little white thing on the cable, and the breakout box for PSVR actually 
encodes everything in 3D audio as well for those games. Not for PS4 games in general, but for the PSVR games. And it works. It works really well. You can even put like $50 headphones on there. It works really well. Even, you know, the, the, the Plantronics headphones that I have, whatever, it works great. <clears throat> to get 3D audio, the, the true 3D audio in PSVR titles with these Platinums, you still have to plug into the PSVR dongle. So it's fine that they're not wireless because, I mean, the dongle's right there, obviously. But it, it's misleading, I think. Because when I would get these, if I didn't know any better, I would get these and I would think, oh, well, I just put them on my head and use them like normal. And even if I'm in PSVR, I, I don't need to plug in anymore. I just have these. And that's not the case. The idea is, and if you look at the online manual, they'll tell you for PSVR titles, still plug in and they give you the cable for it. So... I don't know. It, it's it just seems a little wonky that you still kind of have to do that. It would have been nice if they found a way around that, but at the same time, the breakout box is what's doing the processing for that. So I get it. I totally understand it. Uh, I just want to. I guess I'm more concerned with people not understanding the differences. Um, I don't know. I so far. I mean, well, also uh, battery life. I think the battery life is going to be all right on it. I, I used them for a good probably six hours last night at least on a full charge and it went down one notch so battery life so far seems like it'll be fine uh, i'm gonna go a full day with them sometime soon and make sure that the battery life is is up to snuff but so far i think it's all right uh, i know a lot of people are concerned about the build quality uh especially compared to the pulse elites and, and the golds which a lot of people have had both of those have you know develop huge cracks and break and everything else uh I, I haven't really messed with them enough yet to, to know that, but I will definitely, you know, do as much as I can to figure out the build quality. Uh, but again, first impression right now, I mean, these things are 160 bucks. My first impression is that I would prefer the Stealth 520s from Turtle Beach. Uh, they're cheaper. I think the sound quality is actually a little bit better overall. Uh, obviously, you don't have that 3D sound processing, but the surround modes that are on the turtle beach are fantastic. Uh, you also get a beefier sound just from the start because it's using the optical connection, which is uncompressed. Um, yeah, I, right now, if I had, if, if somebody put those two headphones in front of me right now and said, you have to choose one, it'd be the turtle beach five twenties. Um, again, I got a lot more time I need to work on these, but they just, they're nice. I just don't know if they're $160 nice. When you can get those Stealth 520s for, I think, what, 120 right now? Something like that. So, and the Turtle Beach have a better microphone. I guarantee you they're a better microphone. Um, yeah. So, the only thing that worries me a little bit... What, you have, did you have something? No, I'm oh, just... Okay. I'm just ruminating on all this <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's marketing dude it really is it's playstation branded yeah it's marketing um well, and it's the plat so it's the best yeah it's the platties and, and it's not like they're bad they're not bad even with the the few hours that i've used them so far they're not bad it's just i don't know if they're worth 160 bucks and the only thing that that kind of concerns me and i get why they do it is like Uncharted 4. You know, they, they, they patched it so that they actually have a 3D sound field, you know, if you have these headphones. 
I, I what I want to check is with my Astro Gaming A50s that I have, if I can turn that on if I'm not using the Platinum. If Can I go into the game, go to the audio settings, and actually turn on that 3D audio? And I can almost guarantee you I won't be able to. That they're going to build something into these games that only see the Platinums and allow you to do the 3D audio field. And again, I get it. They're trying to sell headphones. They're trying to sell hardware. Um, I get it. It just kind of sucks. <laughs> but at the same time, I you know, so far I didn't really get a lot out of the 3D audio besides... It just seemed like it was more crowded, like there was more going on. Uh, I wasn't getting that great separation in the third dimension uh, that I was expecting. Uh, it, but you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I'm going to play some more. Uh, I only played a couple scenes in Uncharted 4, like I said. I'm not going to play through the whole game again, but I'm kind of trying to specifically go to certain scenes that I know that there was a lot going on. There might be guys shooting at me from above, you know, and and whatnot. So I'm going to mess with that. I'm going to see, I'm going to go back and forth between the Astros and these and, and kind of see what's going on with both of them. Uh, I have a feeling, like I said, that I won't be able to turn the 3d audio on uh, for anything. That's not the, the, the platinums. If you're looking at, you know, if you want to stick with the brand and you want to upgrade from your golds, yeah, they're probably going to be a pretty good upgrade. Uh, I mean, they're comfortable. They had the earphones themselves do a really good job of sound isolation. Uh, I mean the, the dog that we've been dog sitting for a few days, uh, he was barking last night and I could barely hear it. I just kind of heard something and I had to pull the headphone off to hear what was going on. Uh, so the sound isolation is working fine. The mic seems okay, but I haven't been in a party yet. So I haven't really had time to do an extended test with them. Um, yeah, I, but Move with caution, folks. You know, it's it's 40 bucks more than those Stealth 520s, and I think feature for feature, right now, the Stealth 520s are a little bit better, in my opinion. But again, we'll see. I have to spend more time with them. That's all I got. All right. Unless you have any questions. No, no. <laughs> I, I do like... The layout and the button design and everything on them, though, I, th- I think it's fantastic. Like from a from a from an industrial design standpoint, I think they're really good. Uh, and I and I like the fact that they have that metal piece between the two ear cups. It just doesn't go all the way down, which is kind of frustrating. Like it's there and then it goes into plastic, which seems odd. But there is, I mean, we're Lost. we're. Yeah, where they used to bust, bust on the golds and where they used to bust on the, uh, the, the, the Pulse Elites, though, they won't bust on these. But there's still a chance that it'll bust. So that's what I'm kind of worried about. I want to wrench on them a little bit. Because if they break, they break. They're here for a review, you know. But uh, it's not like I'm going to sit there and yank on them or whatever. But uh, I do want to kind of wrench on them a little bit and see how they go. But, yeah. Maybe. It's possible. <laughs> It's it's highly possible, but I mean that's what they're here for—is for a review. I'm not going to be one of those internet assholes that takes a sledgehammer to them, though. That's just ludicrous. Yeah, yeah, it's stupidity. All right, let's hear about your your trip down job simulator lane. Yeah, but first, I do need to because I still keep getting tweets about it. Um, <laughs> it was the girl with all the gifts. 
we figured it out. Oh right yeah, after we stopped recording. <laughs> and that's the thing. I I got on Andy's shit because I'm like, dude, just keep listening. I figured. It, I I I told him. He's like, you did not. I got through the whole thing and you didn't say anything. I'm like, what? Sure, I did. And then I went back and listened. I'm like, what the oh, we fuck? We stopped. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that screwed me up. Yeah, I, uh, I think as soon as we hit stop, I'm like, oh, by the way, it's the girl with all the gifts. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes, we did figure it out right after we finished. And, yes, thank you for everybody who figured it out as well and tweeted at me. Josh, this, this, at least pro- this proves that a few people listen to the podcast. But fuck you, everybody, for not getting me my helicopter answer. <laughs> I thought you got it. Well, I got it from Ben in the chat because oh. in our internal chat, because Ben said, did anybody ever get you that helicopter answer? I was like, no. What the fuck? So he did. He looked it up. So for anybody who's interested, obviously nobody, because nobody found no, it out. Nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> um, that type of helicopter mm. has a... I forget what he said, like a 650 mile range or something. Six, I think like it was that, like 611 is, mile range or something. Whatever it is, it's well within LA to San Francisco. Well, he on a one way trip, because I think he said it was like 300 and some miles. And I started thinking like, well, you can't make it there and back. Well, I don't, the, the, the movie, the earthquake is happening all up and down California. He's not going back to LA. Oh, Okay. <laughs> That was not his plan. His plan was just to get to his daughter. After that, they didn't know what the fuck they were going to do. So, um, but yeah, the, that helicopter does have the range. So at least that part of the movie was accurate. Ah, okay. <laughs> the one thing accurate so in the movie. Yes. So there's that. Um, okay. So job simulator. Uh, this was something I saw back at, PlayStation experience, the first PlayStation experience, actually. Really? Um, yeah. Did they? That was. Did they have oh, wait, VR was the first one? No, it was the second one. Yeah, they did, actually. No, it was the second one I played it. Uh, the first one I played the shark. Yeah, they did have VR there because they had VR in at E3 that year as well. Hmm. But the first time I got to put VR on my head was at the first PlayStation experience playing the. Uh, the shark tank thing. Um, oh, that's right. World. Yeah, because that was toward the over by the store. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so at the second PlayStation experience, I got to play this and I loved it. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was a really cool idea. I was really excited at the idea that they said, hey, you know, this is one of those things where we can just add on new jobs. You know, if people have suggestions or as we come up with ideas, because we'd only done one and then we were like, well, what if we do this? And what if we do that? And then we ended up with four of them. Yeah. And we could do more. I have not heard a word of any more coming out. (laughs) So I don't know if it didn't sell well enough or they're just thinking about doing something else or what. I would like to see more, even with as wonky as it is for me. Um. So the four jobs are auto mechanic, gourmet chef, store clerk, and office worker. Yeah. Okay. Uh, The idea is that it's set in the future. It's 2050, although it should be way further than that. Um, (laughs) Robots have taken over, basically. Humans don't work anymore. They don't do anything. They just, it's almost like, I mean, they don't show it, but I I get the sense it's like uh, Wally. (laughs) 
It's like the people on the on on the chairs floating oh, around yeah. the ship. And, <laughs> um, so uh, to keep people interested, and in, you know, the robots open this museum where people can go and engage in a simulation of what jobs were like way back when when humans had to work. But it's all seen through the prism of robot eyes, what they thought humans did. Yeah. Uh, so it's all very, it's filled with humor. Your computer has a zero and a one on your keyboard and that's it. That's right. Um, it's things like that. It's, it's just goofiness. Um, and you know, the, I started off in the office worker and you go through the day where, uh, you have to hire some people. So you have to look through the, the different resumes and everything. They're very simplified and they're very, you know, this is the shifty guy. This is the, the pip pip cheerio guy. And (laughs) you know, this is, and you have to pick. So I picked like the shifty guy, of course. Um, you have to, uh, have your donut and your coffee, uh, because that's how office workers start off the day. Of course you have to stand around the water cooler and drink and show pictures of your kids. Uh, well, like that's that. what Facebook's for. You have to, you know, all the all the typical dopey office worker stuff. And it's it's funny. It's actually very funny. It's filled with comedy the whole way through. Uh, the chef one was the one I did next. That one, it's cool because they give you all kinds of freedom there. You know, they tell you... For some of the things, they tell you, right, this is what you need to make. Uh, For other ones, they're like, we need a pizza. You need bread. (laughs) You need need to take bread. And I don't even know if you need a tomato. (laughs) No, it's just bread and cheese. So you get a piece of bread. You get this big hunk of cheese. And you put them in the microwave. And it turns into basically a pizza. Yeah. Um, but you can put whatever ingredients you want on it. So I found a pretzel. I found corn on the cob. I found all these different things and put it on there, put it in the microwave and it turns into a pizza with all those ingredients. (laughs) Um, when you make soup, you put in whatever ingredients you want and it turns into a can of soup. And it says the ingredients on the side of the, and you, you know, send this, send that can out. But before I did that and I didn't realize it, but it got me a trophy. I, yeah. I pulled that can out and I was like, huh, I wonder. And I threw a bunch of other stuff in there and I threw the can in. And I was like, so let's see what happens if it's going to make soup with a can of soup. Sure. And it did. And I got, uh, I got a trophy for soupception. Oh, jeez. Um, Yeah. Which was clever. Uh, but the health inspector comes and, you know, you have to have everything all cleaned up. There's a reality show that gets that they start to film where a chef comes in and starts yelling at you. Um, they do all the all the things you would expect in a in a kitchen, basically. Uh, but that's where things started to become a little problematic for me the okay. first time through. So that was the second one I did. 
reaching up and grabbing the ticket off of the off of the little spinner, I was having trouble getting the ticket. And then when someone came in, they dropped some stuff on the counter. I couldn't get to it. I couldn't reach it. Like I'd reach my hand to get to it and the hand would just disappear. It would say the big thing would come up on the screen out of range. I'm like, yeah. I'm out of, but I can't, it's, it's, I can't reach it. If it's out of range, I'm, I'm stuck. What am I going to do? <laughs> so eventually I was able to kind of fudge my way through that and make it work. Um, the next one I did was the convenience store clerk. Okay. And that one's kind of fun. You've got a drawer full of uh, lottery tickets that you can just scratch off. Yeah. Yourself, you could just yank them out and scratch off. Um, the people would come in and, you know, they'd ask for stuff. You ring them up, but I'd keep going back and forth over the thing. Ring, <laughs> ring, 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 ring. And then I'd throw it in the bag. Yeah. And I'd be charging them thousands of dollars. Nice. And they're all excited. Like, thank you. Give me the money. <laughs> um the uh, beverage guy comes in and he's trying to get you to put his new Brondo, the thirst mutilator, whatever it is, you know, on display. Um, he has an accident in the bath. They're all computers, basically. Uh, he has an accident in the bathroom and he needs something. So I threw him a pack of gum. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I guess I could use that. Thank you. And he went back into the bathroom. Nice. Uh, so there's there's actually some fun to the game. If if you can get it to work, it it is a lot of fun. Um, each each job, I'd say, lasts about a half hour to forty minutes, depending okay. on how you're playing it. Uh, there are four altogether. The auto mechanic was kind of fun um, because cars come in. Um. They're all the stereotypical people. There's a bank robber that comes in at one point. There's the hippie that comes in. There's the uh, the guy that comes in with the coupon that you're going to destroy all his stuff and give him another coupon so that he has to come back and get it all fixed again. Nice. But the other coupon is worthless, basically. Um, so there's all kinds of different people and all kinds of different jobs you have to do. The guy bought the clunker and he brings it in and you have to fix it all up and paint it and make it all look nice. Um, so it is fun and it would be cool if they would put an expansion or some DLC and add another job or two. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, I did have problems with it. The, you know, as I got to the gourmet chef, things seemed to drift a bit and seemed to have a little bit of a problem. And the store clerk, it got a little bit worse. Um, it, you know, I reset everything and it, it seemed to be okay. Mm. And for the most part, I was getting through the store clerk pretty good. Um, but when I got to the mechanic, everything just went to hell. And no matter what I did to reset it, I could not get. Wow parts of it to it just it it just wouldn't work right right <laughs> but it worked enough that i was able to get through it it was just with a lot of frustration and just a lot of annoyance that i wasn't enjoying all the puns and the <sighs> and the jokes that were flying at me you know i was just kind of frustrated yeah so if for me i would give it 
see, I kind of have to go somewhere in the middle there. I'd give it like a seven. Sure. Um, because I know it's a good game underneath. You know, I played it in optimal conditions and it was great and it was fun. Yeah. Um, and I played it in terrible conditions, apparently. And it's, <laughs> it can be an, an, just an exercise in frustration. But even so, I know I'm very much in the minority here. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't understand why yet, but I, I know there's a problem here. So I don't know. I, I just I, I don't know that I can give it like a fair score, which is why I'm, I'm putting it around a seven. So Okay. Yeah, I, that's fine. I'm interested to see. I think Chaz is probably going to go higher. Um, I would have gone higher, like if I didn't have all those issues. Definitely. Right, right. So, huh. yeah, yeah. I, as soon as I get some time, I'm probably going to grab that and, and see if I have the same problems or not. You probably won't. Well, so, but the thing is, the way that I've got stuff situated here at Rocks, um, the TV's angled. <clears throat> and when I was playing uh, Batman VR, I was actually having problems with it because my right side is like the couch is right here. So when I had to reach down to get something, I kept hitting the couch. Like I couldn't get down mm. far enough for the controller. Yeah. So then I had to like take the camera and I put it below the TV and I skewed it over and I had a, a chair that I just literally sat out here and then it worked fine. And Well, that's the funny thing. I was I was thinking about that and <clears throat> I mean I did I I typically if I'm doing the VR stuff, I don't turn the TV on at all. Okay. I did uh, when I did this because when I first turned it on, I couldn't, the VR was not working. And I'm like, what? what <laughs> I've got no picture on my screen. I'm like, I have to turn on the TV. And I turned on the TV and I unplugged all this stuff, plugged it all back in. And mm. then I got it working, but I just left the TV on. Um, and when I was having problems with this a couple of weeks ago, I unplugged all the stuff and plugged it all back. I tried everything. Sure. So it wasn't, you know, just doing it that, that time that fixed it. I don't think. Um, but I was thinking about it and I thought with the TV off, I can literally put the camera anywhere. The camera doesn't have to be in front of the TV. Right. The camera can be like, I could be facing the back wall if I wanted to, if I put the, if I could reach the camera back there, it doesn't matter where I am at that point. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. It's it's just a it's a weird thing. I don't know why. And I stood the whole time. You know, I I was told sit when you calibrate it and then stand up. That's weird. Yeah, which oddly enough doing that the floor was in the exact right place. <laughs> yeah. So I sat and I did all the calibration and I did it with my arms, not quite fully extended and everything. And then it was all done. And I stood up and it showed me where I was. And I was like, holy shit, that actually looks right. Wow. That's weird. <laughs> so yeah, something, there's just something odd going on with that game. Yeah. Huh. But, well, eh, yeah. now I'm, now I'm curious. I, I really am probably yeah. going to try it out soon. Yeah. All right, uh, actually, really quick, all the digital stuff is out, so it's all been sent. Uh, I sent the email out asking for shipping addresses, and I actually got all but eight back. So I want to actually read the names of the people 
just in case uh, maybe it got caught in spam, whatever. Uh, because I'm going to set a date of March 1st. If you have not sent me your shipping address by March 1st, the prize is going to go back and be given away somehow, some way. Because I'm not going to keep it around all year like I have before. Uh, especially because one of the addresses I haven't gotten yet, Rock Band 4. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. No, nobody wants Rock Band 4. So uh, this first name I'm going to butcher. Uh, it's Adamov, A-D-A-M-O-V-E, Osho, uh, Adelaide Martin, Ben White, which I might have his address from already from previous years, uh, Brandon Kidwell, I need your address, please. Uh, Brian Roche, Roche, Rock, Rock, R-O-C-H-E. Need your address, please. Um, Just going down through the list here. That one I got. Howard Vega, I need your address, please. Although I might have that one as well. Uh, Jacob Okusik, I need your address. Uh, Jan Carlson, please send me your shipping address. That one's done. That one's done. Uh, oh, yeah, this one. Uh, Carl Link. Dude, you want a PS4? Send me your address. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Dude. Carl Link. Please send me your address. And again, wow. I can verify this. Send me your address <laughs> from the email address that you used to register for your extra life or that you used when you put it in. Uh, and that's how I can verify it because it's coming from the correct email address. So please send that. Uh, let's see here. Check your check your spam filters, whatever. Uh, Marlene Gibbs. Marlene Gibbs. Please send me your address. I don't think Marlene listens to the podcast. So whoever knows Marlene Gibbs, please ask her to send me her address. Check her email. Um, I think there's just one more. Oh, no, there's a couple more. You should tweet uh, these too. Yeah, I probably will. Uh, Scott Lovejoy, and then uh, someone that wins every year, and every year I always get the wrong address for him. So, and I've I've met this gentleman too, longtime listener, uh, Sapand Gajini. Please send me your address. You have two things here, dude, uh, including all that sweet, sweet signed MLB stuff. God damn, oh, yeah, fucker. yeah. I know, and I and the thing is, I sent him something from Extra Life last year, and it got returned. So I still have a box of shit from last year for him. So uh, please, sir, send me your shipping address that you use right now. Uh, Taryn hey, Davis. You know, if, if you don't want that Cole Hamels one, you could send it to me. Yeah. <laughs> Nine. Uh, Taryn uh, Davis. No, I'm saying he, he might want to send it to me. He nah. might say, oh, that's too much. I'll send it off. Nah, you're, Thanks. You're a dick. <laughs> you don't deserve it. Uh, Taryn <laughs> Davis, you've got two different uh, prizes. Please send me your mailing address. And last one, Wanda Nowak, or Novak, uh, however you want to say it, N-O-W-A-K. Uh, please send me your mailing address. Uh, send that to Glenn at PSNation.com, uh, Glenn with two N's, or you can even send it to podcast at PSNation.com if you do not have an email f- uh, from me uh, basically saying, this is Glenn from PS Nation, you want a prize, please uh, reply to this email. Uh, it might be in your spam. Uh, I don't know what else to do. I will probably send another email next week to the people that I don't have one from yet. Uh, but, you know, please send me those mailing addresses because I do want to start getting stuff shipped out. Uh, hopefully as soon as this weekend, depending on when I can get down to the uh, post office and everything. Because, again, I only – everything's at my parents' house. I'm not, You know, during the week I'm at work in Milwaukee, which is two hours away. So um, 
I have to look for a way to get down to the post office to get a lot of this stuff sent out. So, uh, again, you know, please send that out. I will send another email next week, and I will probably tweet some names as well. But uh, March 1st is the cutoff. End of day, March 1st. If you have not claimed your prize, be it Rock Band 4, be it a PS4, be it a bunch of fucking sweet signed MLB swag, which three of those people are, are World Series winners. Um, they're going to go into something. We're either going to do a mini marathon for Extra Life this year, something. I don't know what yet, but uh, yeah, I'm not going to dick around and keep these things around all year. So you have until March 1st. That's just the way it is. And Timothy Owens, I really apologize. I totally fucked up uh, with Extra Life last year. I, for some reason, didn't realize that I didn't send him a Guitar Hero Live. Uh, So, yes, Tim, uh, you will get your Guitar Hero Live that I still have. So I apologize for that. I totally missed it. So he emailed and said, you're going to send my Guitar Hero Live, too. I'm like, what? And I got in there. I'm like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Totally missed it. So, yes, I still have it, and it will go out. But uh, again, thanks to everybody for for donating. Thanks for supporting us. Thanks for supporting the kids. Um, yeah. Uh, but like I said, all the digital codes are out. I think I got one return, like saying that you have the wrong email address. Um, shit. Let's, let me try to find that quick. Just a second. Extra life. Let's see here. Shit. I don't remember who it is anymore. But I did get one back saying that you have the wrong email address. So I'll try it again. Maybe I'll call that person out next week. But same thing. Uh, If you don't claim it by the first, it'll go to somebody else. And for those of you that have a code and you already own the game, that's great. Give it to a friend. I don't want it. Don't send it back to me. I don't want it. It's yours. You want it. I'm sure you have a friend that plays games. <laughs> I do not want it. So, thanks for the offer. But we have enough we have enough stuff to give away right now and to send out and everything. I don't, I don't want to try to track all that shit too. That'll just confuse me. I'm old. I get confused easily. Just saying. <laughs> he does. I do. I I get very confused very easily right now. <clears throat> so. All right. Well, I uh, don't think we have any emails this week. Nope. Seems like it. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Maybe I'll try to finish Batman tonight. Get that sweet mm. platinum if it doesn't crash on me again. All right, uh, next week, folks, most likely I'll be doing the uh, long-awaited review for the Astro Gaming A50 Gen 3s. Who, know, who knows what else we're going to be talking about? I'm sure I'm going to be talking about Yakuza 0. Uh, I did throw the disc into the break so I can start installing. Um, but who knows what else we're going to talk about? We'll see. Josh, you got anything else? Nope. All right. Let's get the hell out of here. We'll talk to you very soon. Get out to play some games. Have a great one. Talk to you soon. Nerd bye. Nerds! You college guys are all like, all you really care about is getting laid. (laughs) I wish I was going with you. <laughs> Dad! <laughs> Recently, um, some friends were trying to talk me into this little outing that they take every year. They do it every year and they suggested that I do it. But 
It involves the out of doors, and frankly, I'm not a fan. Here's what they said to me. They said, Paul, it's just delightful. Here's what we do. Every summer, we go to this, uh, this farm where this farmer has a cherry orchard. And uh, once a month, he opens up his cherry orchard to the public. And uh, we give the guy $35, and he gives us a bushel basket and a ladder. And we go out in the cherry orchard, and we, Paul, we climb up on the ladder, and we just, we just pick the cherries right off the tree, Paul. It's, just pick them off the tree, put them in your bushel basket. It's just, you're out there in the fresh air and the sunshine. It's just, it's just delightful. Well, well, well. It seems someone has stolen my idea for the migrant worker fantasy camp. (laughs) I knew I should have mailed that shit to myself because... Let's say like you did some migrant working in college. You thought you were pretty good. You could have turned pro, but then you broke your arm or something, right? It happens. It happens. Everybody's got a story like that. This would be your chance to work alongside the greats of migrant farm working. See some of your heroes out there in the field. Hey, that's Jesus Guerrero over there. I'm going to get him to sign my bushel. Excuse me, uh, Mr. Guerrero, I am a huge fan. Oh, hello there. How do you do? Yes, I was wondering if you could just, uh, if you could sign this bushel for me. Oh, absolutely. What is your name, Randy? Okay. To Randy, uh, keep reaching for the cherries. There you go, my friend. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Mr. Guerrero. Hey, quick question. Uh, What's up with your accent? Oh, it is not very good, is it? (laughs) Not at all believable. No, it's kind of, kind of just sounds like you're a vampire or something. Oh, I know. I know it sounds that way, but I am not. Please, Randy, do not worry that I'm going to feast on your blood to sustain my undead existence. I assure you that is not going to happen. I am just a poorly drawn stereotype. You really are. You should probably just stop. Oh, I know I should, and yet... I continue on, do I not? (laughs) This should have ended a few minutes ago, if you ask me, but... I don't know. I just keep going until all the goodwill is exhausted by the crowd. I think we're probably about there. Oh, I know. And yet here comes a few more minutes of this. Oh, boy. Believe me, Randy. No one is more aware than I that this is outworn. It's welcome. (laughs) Why don't you just knock it off? Would that it were that easy, my friend. From your lips to God's ears. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Randy, these stories I could tell you of how long I have done this poor, borderline offensive accent. (laughs) No, I forbid it.